What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 117 for Saturday, December 10, 2022. I'm Wasabi Ice Cream. And Rick's here. What's up? You know Rick. Everyone knows Rick. What's up, everybody? Everybody knows Rick. What's up, everybody? (laughs) I'm here, just like I am every week. I'm excited. Uh, not too much happened. We had a Disney announce. We had a Disney Expo the other day, so there's some cool, some games got announced. We're gonna get talk, hop into that in just a minute. But we are also joined by a good friend of the channel, Clay. Tell the people about yourself, Clay. Hey, everybody. I'm Clay. I uh, I run a fellow game podcasting site called NerdJunkies.com. Shoutouts to them. And uh, I also am just here for Rick. That's it. It's. <laughs> That's great. That's everyone, it. everyone knows yeah. Rick. Everyone loves Rick. Yeah. So I was told Rick was here, so I'm like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Hey, yeah. I can't, I can't blame you, man. I got that personality. I want to hang out yeah. with you too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My biggest regret is that I can't hang out with you. But yeah. jokes aside, we have a quite, a, we have a little bit to go over. Not too much to go over. But let's start where we always start, man. Uh, I want to hear Wasabi first because yeah. uh, you, you were playing Immortality, so I want to see how that went. I was playing Immortality. You're correct. And I put, I don't know, I put like eight hours into that game and the credits rolled and I was like, oh, the credits are rolling? <laughs> That's like, not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after not understanding at all what was going on in the game, the credits rolled and I was like, did I finish this game? <laughs> Am I supposed to walk away with this satisfied? Because I'm not. Uh, that that was the experience I had with immortality. I I don't want to I don't want to like talk about specifics, but I, what I will say is is a game. It's a I can't I I struggle to call it a game too because yeah. there's not much. All you do is just watch videos and rewind and fast forward. Um. And then you zoom in on like a screenshot you of a certain section of a frame of video. And you zoom in on that. And here's a frustrating thing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk shit about this game because I talked very positively about it last week. Now here's the negative part, okay? Very frustrating experience playing this game by the end where you've you've seen a lot of the stuff now. Now you're trying to wrap things up. And getting the last bits of information that you need, uh, there's there's achievement trackers, of course. You know, you look at your like achievement list and it says, "Hey, you're a sixty percent complete with." Uh, there's three movies in the in the game, and so it will say, "Hey, you're sixty percent complete uh, getting all the content from Ambrosio," or "You're you're seventy percent complete. You're getting all the content from Minsky." So I'm like, okay, I can it at least tells me in the achievement how how much of this shit I have. But getting finding out how to get the rest of the shit is so fucking frustrating because you have no control over how you you get the content other than the the way the mechanics work is you watch a video, you pause it on a frame that you think something interesting is happening. Say there's a bird on the screen. You can pause it, zoom in on the bird, and it'll be like, oh, this is a bird. Let's use some AI to find something that's um, 
bird-like or that is a bird or something uses AI to find another video to jump to almost randomly it seems like randomly jumps to another video that's something might look like a bird or is a bird or someone might say bird or is white like a bird because it's a dove so it's like dove oh this is white and here's something else that's white and it's super frustrating because it keeps throwing me the same videos over and over and i have no idea it just doesn't make sense is what i'm trying to say it doesn't make sense how it's feeding you the content right so that was one problem is i have no idea how the fucking system works uh but then i ask a question okay go on go on so i played her story on the yeah. pc a few years ago which is like one of their other games yeah and then i saw that telling lies was on game pass and i was like oh hey that's from the guys who did you know her story and so i checked out telling lies and within about 30 seconds i was like oh this is not good for a controller player like yes. you have to have a keyboard to play this would you say this is also in the same boat um it's the opposite actually and i would probably okay. say i would probably say telling lies this game is more close to telling lies than it is to her story yeah. but the, the whole the whole thing re revolves around the, this mechanic of rewinding watching the video and rewinding it and fast forwarding it and the controls for that are extremely bad especially on keyboard uh less so on controller but double double the badness because for me extremely buggy so there are times where i'm like rewinding and uh the audio would completely drop out so i have to pause it and then play it again and then sometimes when i did that like the audio would come back but then the controller could keep vibrating uh furiously uh until i paused it and then played it again and oh no the audio dropped out pause it play it again oh fuck, it's it's rumbling now pause it play it again okay now we're good you i'm like this is fucking annoying and then on top of that, I'm like fucking pixel hunting, looking for something that I can try to zoom in on and try to get a new video, but it keeps feeding me the same shit. So I, I just got frustrated, like doing that for like two hours and not getting anything, getting maybe one new video that doesn't really uh, add anything to my knowledge of what the fuck is happening in the game too. Uh, so eventually I just looked it up. I just looked up like, okay, what's happening? Like, what is someone, someone put pieces together for me. And then like, it's not, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, I just, it wasn't satisfied. And it's not that it wasn't satisfying, but it was like, how the fuck are you like, I feel like you're jumping to conclusions, whatever. Like I went on Reddit and some guy like gave his like synopsis and what he thought was happening. And I'm like, there's no way you got that out of this. But I saw credits roll, and I was like, this, this, I'm not satisfied. Am I supposed to stop now, or am I like, it just wasn't, didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. So that's a huge bummer. Cause you're like super excited for it when it like. I, I remember you saying that. Yeah. that yeah. The work they work, the work they put into. There's like three movies, and 
the movies themselves, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm just gonna like this is a movie I could just sit here and watch. Like they put so yeah, much cool. work. The clip you showed me, the clip you showed me after the show was like, holy shit! Like I downloaded the game because of that. Yeah, like some of those movies are incredible, and I came to find find out that the actress they got to play Marissa Marcel, it's her first like it's like one of her very first roles like ever. Like she's not done much of anything before this game, so to be able to portray three different characters and three different movies from like three different eras of time is like crazy because she's she does amazing in her in her uh acting acting in the game and then acting as a character in she's like double acting almost it's like a very weird thing to be doing but she like does it very well it's very impressive just you can tell the people involved with this are very they they know what they're doing when it comes to making movies and writing stories for movies but i feel like none of that it doesn't translate into like the overarching story that is contained within the game it just doesn't uh really translate for me and then on top of that it's just way buggier than it feels like it should be uh it's it was very frustrating so like i saw those credits and i was just like wrestling with myself like do i want to go back and just like try to find out exactly what's happening i want to get more information out of this or do i want to wrestle with this buggy ass game or do i just want to stop i just i just stopped i was like nah so any patching or anything on it i kept looking for patches and did not see any i'm playing the game pass version yeah so i should say that as well maybe that it is on steam maybe that version's a little different but game pass version was just busted at times so yeah yeah and like it plays at like a weird frame rate and i pulled up my uh like i have like a frame counting app so i can like make sure that shit's running at a proper frame rate it showed me it was running at 60, but if I if I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no, this is like running at. I thought it was just a feature of the game. I thought like, oh, they're trying to mimic the frame rate of what these movies would have been if you watched it. But there's no way. It it just didn't seem because they do have more modern movies. The latest movie they have is like from like 2000. So I'm like, at this point, they would have had something that looked more stable in terms of a frame rate, but. My thing was yeah. saying 60, but it did not. It was not running 60, so I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great experience for Game Pass, but I wouldn't. Uh, I would not pay. It's like 30 it's bucks. A bummer that it kind of fizzles out there at the end too. Like it fizzles out. There's people. That's the thing. Everyone's on the internet saying, "Dude, this game changed my life." I'm 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 That's dedicated. Random, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that was like one of the comments was like, "This is one of the greatest experiences I've ever had in my life." And I was like, "That's the kind of comment I want to see about a video game." And I played it, and I'm like, "Nah, this ain't it. This ain't it." It has a very good uh, initial uh, opening, like the initial introduction of that game is very very high keeps you wanting more but then as you keep going it yeah it does it fizzles out at the end so it was a bit of a bummer Sucks. but i don't i don't want to dissuade anyone from playing it themselves and 
seeing what it does have to offer because it, it is a very high quality experience but when you start like digging a little deeper into it it's like ah okay yeah well i mean it's on game pass so anyone that's listening like yeah. you know try it out on game pass you don't really have you're not losing any money out of it by trying it yeah. and then just infer your own opinion from there yeah anything else or play you want to talk about or is your, your whole week just it was just that um i'm moving on to humble sent me a code for temtem so i'm gonna transition oh, cool. that game's like really popular right now it's a pokemon mmo style thing so i would assume it would be popular it's on switch too so i swear it would i feel i feel like it would kill on switch But, uh, be cool. Let me know what you think of it because I want to try that one for a while too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really been playing a lot. I played uh, two games this week. Uh, I've still played Dragon Quest Eleven. I am like dedicated to beat that. I want to get the new Xenoblade, but I told myself I'm not going to buy another JRPG until I finish Dragon Quest. And good. Yeah, like I've said before, like it's a good game. Like it's a really, really good old school style JRPG. With some nice little twist to it and story that I really like. Don't want to spoil anything, just go play it. It's on Game Pass. So give it a shot. But one game I did want to talk about is uh we're gonna talk about this later in the show, but Cyberpunk got some new updates. Yeah. Due to the uh 40 gigs. Yeah. <laughs> due to the uh anime series coming out, Edge Runners. They got some new updates to kind of in honor of that. Um, some of it's Edge Runners content, some stuff to tie it into the anime, and others just general bug fixes, quality of life improvements. And I thought, okay, this would be a cool time to get back into it. They added a couple cool things. Um, they tweaked some of the weapons and how they worked. Um, they finally added a transmog system, which like, I'm a little pissed off it took this long for it to show up because a game like Cyberpunk demands so much of you in terms of, like, style and representing yourself that doesn't have a transmog system. It was just, it was insane that it wasn't there before. Explain what, they, they uh, explain what a transmog system is for uh Oh, so, know. yeah, a transmog is when you could, like, change the way your equipment looks to look like another piece of equipment without affecting your stats. So if you get, like, pieces of armor or pieces of uh, equipment that you got for the stats but they don't really look good together or they make your character look goofy, you can transmog it to look like something else so you can still have that style and that flair without affecting your stats. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that should have been there from the beginning, honestly. I'm a little pissed off it took this long. The game's been out for, like, what, like two years now? Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's insane that that, that wasn't a thing from the beginning. Um, again, especially since, like, you know, cyberpunk is a very stylish game. You know, a big part of the game is, you know, who are you in this world and representing yourself and presenting yourself and the fact that it took this long for them to actually let you choose what clothes you want to wear without affecting your stats is like bonkers to me. But the game is still really fun. Like, I know a lot of people are shitting on the gameplay from the beginning. They made a lot of tweaks for it to make it feel a lot better some stuff that was insane to have to be on the skill tree like aren't there anymore they're just there by default i remember when i first started uh if you uh grab somebody you know let you choose to kill them or to just knock them out 
But when you did that, you would have to kill them or knock them out, and then when their body dropped, pick the body up to take it somewhere to hide it, like in a yeah. crate or something. And if you want to have the ability to just do it all in one go, like grab somebody, drag them to a crate, kill them, and drop them in it, it was like another perk you had to like invest points into. Now it's just there by default. That's so you have great. to invest points into that. Yeah. So little things like that have been adjusted to kind of make the game a little bit better to deal with. And I still stand by the fact the story for this game is really, really good. I love the story. Yeah. I, I, you're wrong, dude. Um, I love the story. I love the world. I love the depth to the characters. Um, that ending, the game has like six different endings. There's three main endings and then two choices you can make for each ending that drastically changes like how the game plays out. I'm not going to spoil for you. And if you take the time to like really invest in the characters, they come back towards those endings. I liked it a lot. And this is something like I, I, I'm a gameplay first guy for sure. And the gameplay on this game is it's OK. It's something like special, really. To write home about. But the story is something I really liked. Now, with that being said, after I beat it, I, I, for curiosity's sake, I did retry it with a different build to see like how much the game changes. When I first played through it, I was running mainly combat focused. I used Mantis Blades as my main weapon and pistols for stuff I couldn't reach my Mantis Blades. I took out my cyber deck upgrade that lets me like hack stuff remotely. And I swapped that out with, like a bullet time system. So I invested a lot into combat. So I went the other direction with this new playthrough. I invested mostly in sneaking and hacking, and I'm impressed with how different the game is and how it lets me play that way. Um, I can play these two different gameplay styles. I played the second playthrough about three, four hours already, and I'm, I'm impressed with how much it was able to let me play that way in missions I beat before I remember like running through and cutting everything on. Now I need to be methodical, hack into cameras, hack into bad guys, distract them so I can take them out. I was impressed with how well it facilitated that. Um, I was told it wasn't the case when the game first launched. It very much wanted you to play more aggressively, and they kind of had to add more stuff into it to kind of let you play how you wanted later. And I could say now I'm playing a mainly stealth build with indirect combat, and it's working pretty well. So if you maybe played Cyberpunk originally, couldn't get into it, or you wanted to wait till some of the stuff got patched out and fixed, now might be a good time to invest into it. Because a lot of those issues are gone. Not to say all of them are gone. There's still some annoying, weird things that happen in this game that I'm like, this is embarrassing to still be there. But a lot of those rough edges have been ironed out a lot. And I, I'm liking what I'm playing so far. I, I might actually play the second playthrough to the end now because of how much fun I'm having with it. Also, the anime looks fucking cool. Like, I didn't know how we we're gonna sneak that in there, but the anime yeah. looks really, really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, studio trigger is doing that. Oh yeah, and uh, it looks fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. That trailer really impressed. We're gonna talk about that a little bit more later. But yeah, it was really, really cool. But fuck, let's talk about it now. I like the trailer a lot. Uh, the weird <laughs> Ode to Joy remix they did. Where the trailer was really cool. It's a very like not safe for work, hard R trailer though. So you know, be careful where you watch it. There's like there's yeah, tits and vagina in this trailer, dude. Like 
That's just it's cartoon tits. It's not real. So, but there is a squirting vagina in that trailer. So there is. So yeah, be careful where you watch it. Uh, but it looks cool. If you if you know Studio Trigger's work, they did um, Kill a Kill, and God, what else? Um, Gurren Lagann. Did they do that? Yeah, Gurren Lagann. And they did a couple. They did a, so a couple episodes of the Star Wars anime. So they have a very distinct style, very hyperactive, very movement focused style that I like a lot. And cyber, it nails it for cyberpunk. Like it's really, really cool. And again, I haven't played any of the uh, story stuff that they added to the game to kind of tie it into this. But from they what I'm watching, like the, missions and stuff. Yeah, there are some missions that tie it to the anime. They're gonna, they, they promise they're gonna add some more to it later. I watched that oh, trailer, I... and it didn't seem like from the trailer, it didn't seem like they were adding anything it was with well, the trailer it was like a glorified music video for the anime yeah but when they uh at the same time they they showed the trailer off because cyberpunk had like a whole cd project Red had like a whole presentation okay like a 20 30 minute presentation like talking about like the edge runner update they added to cyberpunk you can get the the main character in the anime trailer you just saw you can get his jacket in the game that's too. all i saw was like the little clothing things, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know they added like missions and stuff into it. Yeah, they added a couple side missions to kind of tie it to the anime. Um, and they the, the devs came out and said, no, this anime is canon to the game. Um, they're standalone stories, so you don't have to play the game to enjoy the anime and vice versa. But there are details in there for people who have played the game. If they go watch the anime, they'll get some references there. So. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Cool. I still, yeah, I got the patch the other day. I've had it installed since I went through it. I just, I didn't know that they added like missions. I might go jump back into it. Yeah, I haven't played any of them yet because I was like right at the end of the game and I stopped playing it. Just it wasn't the game's fault. I just had other games I was playing and it kind of fell on the back burner. So when they added this new update, I was like, okay, I'll go back into it. I hadn't played the game for months. So as a testament to the game, like usually if it's a JRPG and I'm that far into it, if it's any RPG, I'm that far into it, I have to start the game over because I don't remember what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But with this game, I don't know if it's just the story is much better told, in my opinion, than other games I've played, or because it's so, like, in my opinion, very unique and recognizable. I remember where I left off when I picked it up. Gameplay, I had to relearn how to play the game, for sure. <laughs> but story-wise, no, I knew what I was doing. I remembered characters, key points. I remembered uh, the next step was in the in the narrative, I was able to pick it up with very, very little, like, um, very little uh, demanded of me to, like, kind of remember what was going on. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Like, when I talk about how much I like the story, I was able to remember it and get back into it after months of not playing it. So, I say check it out. Like, if you've played, if you played it before and you weren't impressed with it, or if you were waiting for a chance to try it now with this new patch, great time to get into it. And they do have a new DLC expansion coming out we're going to talk about later. But yeah, I had a fun time with it. And I'm probably going to be playing this game a little bit more. And I'll have a lot more to say about it next week with my second build. Um, or on the subject of this ball rolling, what about you, Clay? Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything that interests you? Any games you were playing? I will say for one, uh, Cyberpunk gameplay was solid. 
could not agree more. Like, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Similar to Ghost of Tsushima, Dishonored, whatever. Play it however you want. It was great. Um, story, disappointment. Wasn't a big fan. I did beat the game, but I just say I, I didn't care. Um, I love the story. I love yeah, the story. Could not get into it. I would say yeah. I, I hated the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. And it was lukewarm on the story, so... Yeah, I, I, I employ you try it again. Like now with these new quality of life changes, try it again. I did reinstall it. I I also yeah. reinstalled it after that announcement update came out. Yeah. So I didn't play it. Yeah, and there's some cool oh, yeah. stuff that I really liked. And even some of the side missions. There are side missions that are gonna like stick with me forever because just what it asks of you and the implications of it. I don't want to spoil anything, but there are some side missions I can talk about for like hours because of like the effect it had on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I really, I was really into this game. And, cool. yeah, if they can bring the anime out, the anime can hit, like, a lot of those same points in a more passive medium. I'm down, dude. Let's do it. Yeah. I dig it. Um, but, yeah, so I'll, I'll be checking that out because I didn't know there was, like, a side mission in there, so that's cool. I'll definitely play that. Um, yeah. I will say... Oh, and the game has a new game plus now. I guess that was a thing I didn't have before, so... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if yeah, you, I... you want to the game over with, like, your character, carry over your prog- your uh, equipment stuff, there's an option to do that now. Well, uh, yeah, I just need to watch that announcement that they made, because I yeah. missed out on, like, everything, because I, I just heard about the Edge Runner stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I don't know if you guys have been playing the Cowabunga Collection. I haven't. Um, I've heard good things about it, though. It is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, really good. I want to pick it up because, like, I did, there's a lot of turtle games there that I haven't played, so I want to go yeah. and try. Some of them are just atrocious, and some of them oh, yeah. are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what anyone says. I think any of those NES games like did not age well. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, TMT One on the NES is still insanely hard. Um, you just gotta fight through it there's a safe state system there's a rewind system make yeah, it happen. Make a little bit more bearable then <laughs> yeah uh so yeah that works uh and i'm still going through saints row are oh, you still playing it yeah it's i will say it, it's not that bad man i think uh i think people just expect you know the perfect game to be released and so if there's bugs or anything they go no this is useless zero out of ten and you go like well i mean Okay. If, have you never played a Saints Row game before? Because they're all like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I haven't like, played a Saints Row game in a while, so... Yeah. I'll probably pick that one up, like, once a lot of the bugs and stuff get patched out. <laughs> yeah. It definitely needs patches, I'll say that. But nothing's game-breaking. It's... Yeah. Just... It's like GTA-style bugs. You just see people, like, walking through a wall every now and then. <laughs> you know? And you go, oh, Okay. I'll definitely check it out once, like, a lot of the patches come out and yeah, the game's more it, solid. I don't know if it'll have the same, like, user base once that happens, but oh well. <laughs> no, probably not. No, we'll see with that. Whenever those patches and stuff come out, I'll probably pick it up. Because I'm, I'm a huge Saints Row fan. I fucking love yeah. the Saints Row games, so... I was going to buy that game regardless, but I'm going to wait till some of the patches come out for it. Yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, yeah, we had the Disney showcase the other day, and this is thing I want to go over with. Um, so, Disney had a whole expo the other day, showing off a bunch of new movies, 
which we're not going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the games that they announced. They had a pretty good announcement for games. Like, I was impressed how much stuff they were talking about. Um, um, they talked about a, a lot of stuff, but the stuff they talked about was not... A lot of it was, like, fucking mobile garbage. Yeah, a lot of it was mobile garbage. Um, they opened up the show with Tron Identity, which is... A mystery adventure game set in the Tron universe. It's a which visual I have novel. some beef with. Yeah, which I have some beef with. Go on. Because the big gimmick with the first Tron movie was like, oh, this is like a world inside your computer. You know, explained a lot of computer stuff as like as programs living in it. But then for some reason, Tron went on this trend of like humanizing them. Like, one thing I didn't like about the sequel is that, oh, now it's, like, a city and these programs that were just operating a computer and now, like, go to nightclubs and, like, form gangs. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I like, <laughs> like this guy's you know what at, I mean? at a, this guy's at a club and he's like, oh, hold on, man, I gotta go. Uh, my, uh, my, my owner needs me to decompress some files real quick. Basically, like, that's what the whole first movie was. This is like this world inside your computer. Like, it's more, there's more to it than that. I'm sure there's like some Tron fans that are like, well, actually, okay, no, but that was the, <laughs> the big gimmick of that first movie. And then when the second movie came out, and it's like, oh, suddenly, like, there's a nightclub, and Daft Punk are the DJs, and there's this whole, like, underground, like, crime thing going on in this computer city. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what, what is a computer program you go to a nightclub for? But whatever. Yeah. Um, well, it's almost so, like... I, I've never seen... I don't know shit about Tron. I've never seen it. I've never had any interaction with Tron outside of, they're like... They're very Kingdom different. Like, if you watch <laughs> the first one and then watch the second one, they're, like, totally different. It's such really? a weird thing to do like what I, what I imagine from what you're describing is like Mega Man Battle Network where you're like you're jacking into a thing and then there's this whole world inside the computer network that exists in its own thing and then in there there are clubs and like there's like a whole like like network world going on inside the network but then once you jack out you know you're, you're back in the real world is what I imagine. It's very similar to that. It's very similar to that. But with the first one, it kind of doubled down on the fact that it was they were they were computer programs. So they're very like I don't want to say emotionless, but very you know robotic almost. Like there there yeah. there are programs. The game the, the the movie didn't confuse you on that. They were computer programs, and with the sequel. It just it turned up like the humanity to them even more so. So now like, they have their own like wants and desires. Well, they're, like, they're is it nightclubs and stuff. Is it bad it's or is it bad. just different? It's very We're... different. It's very if you watch the first one, then watch this one, it's like, okay, that's a weird tonal shift. Yeah. So, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's really weird. It's a really weird so, shift. It's been a while since I've like read up on all this stuff, and I'm about to well actually real quick, but it's like <laughs> so if you there's there was a and this is like lore stuff there was a comic before that that takes place before the movie uh before tron legacy 
Um, and it's like, and it, it basically focuses on how like the old c computer system from the first one is gone. And so Flynn basically created a new one. And within that, that's where the ISOs came from. And they're not just computer programs. They're like these like AI that live inside of that new system. Okay. So that's why everything is so different in that one compared to the first one. Okay, that explains it then. So that's why there's like, they're, they're basically like people in a society now. Like they're not like, yeah, they're not, like, they're not, they're not the AI guy in the first one whose name is Ram, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> first one came out in like, what, like early like 84 early? or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So it was 84. like before computers were a, a household thing. Yeah. So that's why it's it's such a weird thing because it it takes a very fantasy sci-fi approach to like how people interpreted computers back in the eighties, but it is grounded in some sense of like computer engineering and this like again like they're they're they they are programs like they refer to themselves as programs in the movie. Yeah. And they prefer they refer to like humans as users like. They are programs that serve a purpose in this computer, and that's what the gimmick was. So that's why I was so confused in Legacy. I saw the trailers for it, and I was like, okay, like there's a city with like highways, and they're in a nightclub. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. But now that makes sense. They rebuilt it, and they gave these things like actual agency and intelligence. Like, it makes sense that they're going to reflect human behavior more. Yeah. Basically, like, Tron, I believe, is the same dude from the first one. And then, because, like, Flynn brought him into it, and then he recreated Clue, who became, like, the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, Tron Evolution, if you play that game, is awesome. Is it really? It is. It's it's great. I heard it was good. It's, it's, like, it's a little hidden gem. It's like a God of War clone, what I heard. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very God of War feeling because of the combat system where like your dude just he throws like a light disc around and it, it, it think of like the blades of chaos without the actual chain attached to it where you throw something and it comes right back yeah so it's like it's like that like his little disc it's just constantly zipping in and out you yeah know? so that's what tron identity is it's it's not like that it's uh yeah. it is a point click adventure game so now I, I kind of understand a little bit more now than like where this like mystery novel, like straight up borderline, like noir thriller yeah. is like coming from. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it could be cool. I'm not a big fan of, of uh, visual novels, but we'll see what happens with this. Um, and a more interesting looking game, we got the Illusion Island from Dalala Studios was announced to come into Switch on 20, 2023. It's a 2D platformer, which I think with the name Illusion Island is a reference to the Castle of Illusion Mickey Mouse Sega games, right? Possibly. I hope so, because those games are awesome, and this one looks super fun. Yeah, yeah it does. It's going based on the, uh, the new Mickey Mouse shorts, like their art style, which if you haven't seen them, they're fucking hilarious. Oh, I my God. Seen, I, I figured this was based on something, but I didn't see. I haven't seen those. Yeah, there's these new Mickey Mouse, like series they started out as like shorts with no dialogue like older mickey mouse characters they turn into like their own thing they're they're really really fucking funny like i was surprised at how much fun i was having with these 
Um, they're on Disney Plus, so if you have Disney Plus, go check them out. But they're they're really really funny. They can bring that sense of humor into this game, which the gameplay looks solid. Like the anime looks really good, or the animation looks really good. I like the the two D hand drawn look. They're going with this. Like this this looks like fun. This probably stands out the most to me, at least, with some of their announcements here. Yeah, that's not going to come out till like next year though. So we got a ways I, away before that drops. This this whole presentation was kind of funny to me because the whole time he's like they, they have a, a guy uh blessing is like on there like presenting a shit and every time they cut back to him he's like man that looks awesome i can't wait for uh every time and i'm like it wasn't that <laughs> it's not that exciting man but then the one time they showed, man, dude. yeah yeah no i, I get it but it would have been it'd been it'd be funnier to me if he was like, yeah, I don't know about that one, Chief, but we'll see, or something like that. Like, uh, he, he wouldn't have like, a job if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, clearly it was a paid dude, you know, yeah. who's there to be like, oh, that looks super dope, awesome, whack. Yeah, I can't wait <laughs> yeah. to get my, I can't wait to get Iron Man in there and really show him what for, you know. Yeah. Just like, uh, I just want a little bit more, uh, like Honestly. transparency yeah <laughs> <laughs> never gonna happen yeah i don't know if you all ever listen to the uh like the nintendo power podcast which is nintendo's like official podcast have you all ever heard that i've seen it I've... no i haven't <laughs> yeah so nintendo playstation and uh, microsoft all have their own like official podcasts and the Nintendo one, it is super like family friendly. It's really funny, it, but but it's also super brand name. So like they always say like Nintendo Switch, you know, oh, like oh yeah. I can't wait to play that game on Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch family home like, consoles. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's so clean and Disney esque at the same time because like everything is just super wholesome and like just makes you want to die. But yeah, it's like, that's what I would imagine a Disney, you know, press conference would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the whole conference. I just like, I waited for some of the games to come out and I watched those. Yeah, they they announced a lot of stuff. Yeah, they announced like movies, TV shows. They showed stuff that, well, th this one specifically is just the game stuff. Yeah. Um, well, they had two shows. They had like, so the entire expo was like, you know, the D20 expo, I think is what they call their D23 D23. Yeah. yeah. And so they had like a bunch of movies and stuff coming down the pipeline, some shows that are coming down the pipeline. They had another one that was like just their games, which I'm surprised like how much they announced. A lot of it's like mobile garbage. Yeah. Well, even then, like... I saw a lot of people hating like, on it just because of all the mobile titles that they announced. Yeah, but they started up with like non-mobile. The first half of it was like non-mobile games. My my yeah, problem is, I, I I hate when the, I hate when they show a game that's a mobile game, but the way they present it, though, it'll be like a minute long trailer, and like fifty seven seconds of it will be this extreme fucking high presentation, like awesome looking thing and it'll zoom out and it's a fucking mobile strategy game you're like what the fuck is this yeah yeah i know you uh, guys have cell phones right <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> we got some cool stuff out of this like 
Marvel Midnight Suns is a game that like it looks good. And at first, like... it looks good. Yeah, at first I was kind of whatever about it. I was like, oh, like turn-based strategy game with card mechanics. I'll pass. And then I saw more of it. I'm like, okay, this looks pretty cool. Like, there's there's a lot of cool stuff happening here, and all of the uh, the the cinematics they've shown off have been fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Like, really, really cool. And it's Firaxis, so it's the you know it's the XCOM guys making this. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get a quality product here, I think, with Midnight Suns. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably end up picking this one up or playing it. Yeah. Um. They also show off a sneak peek to some of their prequel shorts that looks like really really cool. Like I can't wait to see those. Um. Yeah, there's some cool stuff to strike for with uh Midnight Suns. But the more I see of it. The more excited I get with when it comes to Midnight Suns, I like everything about it, but the store, the gameplay itself is like I'm kind of iffy on. But I like XCOM, and if Firex is working on it, I might like this one too. So, yeah, we'll see. They got the animation for that short. Can we talk about that really quick? It's so cool. Yeah, it looks good. If Saturday morning cartoons kept being a thing, this is what they would look like now. <laughs> they they have these two. I'm not a huge Marvel guy, so I don't know if these are real people but who the fuck is nico and magic i can tell you who nico is but magic is like a character okay i've never heard of either of these people <laughs> yeah I saw like come up. she's in um ah oh god so marvel had a movie ah oh god what the fuck was it the new mutants that came out like 2020 and Magic made her first, like, on-screen appearance in that movie. But nobody watched it because it was fucking terrible, so <laughs> whatever. Um, but her thing is that she is a mutant. Her powers let her, like, open doors to dimensions. But that was boring. So she, so she also, like, learned magic with, like, Doctor Strange or something. Yeah, anyone so, can open a door. Yeah, so she also, like, learned magic through something like a magic sword. All of that spells. Her only mutant power, I think, is, like, making those portals. Everything else she just got from magic. Um, but she is a member of the Midnight Suns. So she's worked with them a couple times, so it makes sense that she's here. Nico, I don't know anything about Nico. I'll be honest. Um, mm. I know people like look at me as a Marvel guy, but I, know, I have a very passing knowledge of Marvel, believe it or well, not. I, thought, never, they, I'm I not... thought they invented a character for this game specifically, but I don't know. Did they? I thought they did make a character just for the game, which is now a canon character. I think they they have their own like comic series now, but they created them just for the game. So there's someone in there who's not who you're not gonna know, but I just don't know which one that is. But that's what I heard. That's a word on the street. So don't uh. We're on the street. Yeah. The, from the trailer we saw, there does it let you like make your own character? Because I think I saw that. I don't. I don't think you make your own. I think one of the characters is just a new hero. But okay, it's, so it's, there's that clip where like they're coming out of like, a coffin or something, and they kept like changing. I thought I was supposed to like reference like a created character. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. This is not my uh, area of expertise. Yeah, it's about 30 seconds in. It's like your Marvel adventure, and like there's this character's like face and like body keep changing. Um, yeah, that's right. about right. Like well, the, sure it, yeah, like a 
make your own. Well, maybe you do make. Your I, own. I haven't heard anything about it. Like if they if you make your own character, they haven't shown off a character creator. Yeah, that's interesting. Midnight Suns. It looks okay. It looks all right. Oh, okay, so yeah, there is a customization option here. There's like a tr there's like a thing in like June of like someone making a character. Oh fuck! Huh. I don't even know about that. That's really cool. Okay. You're not on yeah. the. You're not on the street, like you know. Guess not. Yeah, wasabi yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Word on the. Look. Word on Main Street, USA. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, South I mean, Main you gotta Street. look at uh, Marvel Strike Force. Got a new, we got some new looks at it with uh, some. They're adding in some of the some of the Hulk fan. We got Hulk, Red Hulk, uh, She Hulk is coming Red Hulk? too. Is his name Red Hulk? Yeah, yeah. So Hulk, <laughs> the thing that they don't explore in like the Blue Hulk of the eight rivals. <laughs> so the thing they don't explore in the movies is that Hulk. Bruce Banner has like multiple personalities, and there's different Hulks that come out in the comics. And there's like one that's like Red, who's just like he has less control over, he's even angrier. And there's one who's like gray that has all of his intelligence still. There's different Hulks that are like fighting for his like for domination in his brain. And they don't explore that like at all in the movies. They just, you know, because it's kind of a dumb subplot. I'm sorry, Marvel fans, but it's kind of dumb. Yeah. And there's there's been like comic book bullshit that actually brought them out, so you had to fight them. But I'm not gonna get into that. Um, so yeah, it's it's not like a weird too weird that it's there. Um, I've never played Marvel Strike Force. Is it like another like gotcha game, right? Like, uh, it's like this weird like autoplay RPG with gotcha mechanics. I don't know. This trailer, like this trailer looks cool. Look at the cinematics. Yeah, here. but watch watch the gameplay though. Like, like that's like a, a second and a half of actual gameplay. That's like uh, what's that? Uh, Star Wars Galaxies of Heroes. That's just yeah, it's a it, lot like Galaxies of Heroes. Yeah, yeah it's just a, a turn-based RPG that has gotcha mechanics. Yeah, which like yeah, that's what you're into. Fine, it's not my cup of tea though. Uh, I tried. I tried Galaxy of Heroes just because I love Star Wars, and I was like, "Wow, this is terrible." I was gonna try until I saw what it was, and I'm like, "No, yeah. I'm not, I love Star Wars, but not that much." Yeah. And then we got a Marvel Snap, which is a Marvel like card game. No, it's Marvel Snap. It's Marvel Snap. <laughs> is that how they say it in the it uh, trailer? It is. Oh wait, let me play it real quick. <laughs> it's Marvel Snap. <laughs> have a bagel's worth of time so don't wait to explore a multiverse of possibilities marvel snap it's time oh my god that's so dumb wow that hurts the game snap yeah so no it reminds me have you ever played like uh you ever played a wind waker when you're doing that uh that that uh like battleship mini game when you miss it he's like sploosh yeah <laughs> sploosh sploosh <laughs> oh man but yeah that, we got a new trailer it's dropping october 18th so i guess like i'm not a fan of collectible card games so if that's your cup of tea i mean here you go if you like card games you like marvel 
There you go. There's a great, there's a game you can sink your teeth into once that drops in October. Uh, the artwork on the cards are cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like that artwork a lot, but eh. I'm kind of whatever with it. Uh, we got a look at Alien Dark Descent, which I forgot, like, Disney bought uh, Fox Studios, so... Yeah. You know, this... Aliens is now a Disney franchise. <laughs> this game really? actually looks okay, I think. This looks like it could be fun. They don't show much of it. Shout outs to uh, sh shout outs to Aliens Fireteam Elite. Yeah, I heard that was okay too. It's actually not a bad game. It's just nobody's yeah. playing it, so it's it's hard to get like a good co op game going. So yeah. what is the Stark Descent game? Is it uh? It looks like a tactical, like a, um, uh, strategic like defense, maybe like a tower yeah, defense. Yeah, it's like a tower almost. defense. Yeah. yeah. But you know, without towers. That'd be cool. It's a, it's a tower defense game because it's 2002 again. <laughs> I you'd be surprised those games if people I don't know there's a pretty big audience for that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some people out there who want to get tower defense game. Yeah, I just think the aliens it's it's good it's a good mix for aliens I think. I think so it's too. Not a first person shooter. Yeah, Aliens has a lot of potential. You can make a ton of games with Aliens, so... Yeah. I'm cool with it. Um, next look, we got we got to look at Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I say look, but it was like a cinematic, like they a two-and-a-half-minute cinematic. They probably just showed this just to say it's still happening. This is that Ubisoft game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's set to come out oh. on main system, so PS5, Series X, PC, even Stadia and Luna. God, yeah. that just reminded me. Ubisoft Forward is in like three hours, right? Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed thing. Ubisoft Connect or Forward or what the hell they were, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah, forgot about that. They'll probably show off more of Avatar on that, hopefully. So I don't know what the fuck this game's gonna be. It's not like a quick trailer. Um. But yeah, I have no opinion on this. Like the cinematics are cool, I guess, but I don't have an opinion on it. Uh, then we got Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. It's getting new characters, including uh, Andor. Uh, I guess that's supposed to be at a promotional time with the new uh, Lego, uh, new Lego, the new Star Wars uh, Andor series coming out. I think it's supposed to come out. It's in like two weeks. Year. Is it in two weeks? Okay. Yeah. It's the 21st, I think. 21st, 23rd, something like that. So there we go. So it's be a time with that then. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting a galactic edition of Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga releasing later this holiday. 13 bonus characters, six of them being brand new. Which pretty much confirms for me to not buy this game until that comes out. Yeah. So, Which is crazy, because Lego Star Wars, the Sky Wars, it had a lot of content. Like, it's yeah. all nine movies. Yeah. I was... I was telling people, so the like, I get asked a lot because I'm a big Star Wars nerd, and people go like, "Yeah, like, are you going to pick that up on day one?" And I'm like, "I'm probably never going to play that game." Oh, oh yeah, why not? <laughs> and it's like, nothing against the Lego games; I think they're awesome, but like, I don't have 400 hours to play one game. Yeah, this game's going <laughs> to a lot of time. Like, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, that's really that's dropping later this holiday, so I'll probably check that out because I do like the Lego Star Wars games. Yeah. Um. Return to Monkey Island. Got a brand new look. What to, what to expect. Items, characters you'll meet. That's at the drop September 18th. I'm so um, excited for that. 
Yeah, it looks cool. A lot of people are shitting on the art style, but I think it looks fine. Like, yeah. is this okay? You're the you're the Monkey Island guy. This is I, I feel like you're a good person to ask. Um, is are these the kind of adventure games that are frustrating to play without like a walkthrough? Is it? Is yeah, it so well? It's all up to your patience level, but the big difference between this game, okay, so back in the point and click, you know, golden era of like, you know, the 90s, right? Yeah. Like, there was basically two flavors. There was Sierra, who makes like King's Quest and all that stuff. And those games are known for just being super hard and you die constantly trying to figure out how to do whatever. And so you're just constantly saving and loading all the time. And then LucasArts came out with like their flavor of those. And that's where like Monkey Island and Grim Fandango and you know, all those kind of games come in. Those yeah. are basically, you'll never die in these games. You just, you're stuck until you figure it out. Like the right. game will not let you progress until you solve X, Y, and Z. So I think this is a much better, less stressful formula. Um, it's a better formula but so grim fandango yeah. is a good example is i got yeah. frustrated right off the bat in that game episode one i was like this is what the fuck am i supposed to do and Same. then i looked up a guide and i'm like how are you supposed to figure this out aside from yeah. just using everything on everything uh which is the that's part of the fun because they always have something new to say about using everything on everything but yeah. I just want I just want to progress the story. I'm like, this thing. I get ain't. it. Yeah. Um the Monkey Island games are always really fun and funny and you know, good writing and all that stuff. So I'm excited for just for that. I love point and click adventure games, but like something that I like to compare, you know, point and click adventures like this where you, you know, use everything on everything, it's like have you ever played a Silent Hill game before? Because how are you supposed to know to use the fish hook on the the piece of tape, which on yeah. this sewer grate, which gets you the cassette, and then you got to use the cassette over, and it's just like, what is happening right now? Yeah, yeah that, that's <laughs> that, like I I have the same opinion on because like I grew up playing Resident Evil, which is basically yeah. a point click adventure game with zombies in it. So <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm not I don't mind it too much, but there are some like Grim Fandango is a perfect example. Like it's so obscure, I'm like. How was I supposed to know how to do this? Yeah. Which is crazy because I love the story for Grim Fandango and I haven't finished it because I don't want to play the whole game with a walkthrough. I did. Um, I had to. I was like, this ain't. <laughs> yeah. I love the story here and I want to experience it, but I don't want to spend seven hours on one puzzle. Right. But yeah, this looks pretty cool though. I might check this out. They do enough to it to like modernize it so it's not this annoying, frustrating experience. I might check it out. That's Check out um, and I don't know if it's still on Game Pass. It was a little while ago. It's called Thimbleweed Park. Yeah. Oh, I heard that was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was another. So Ron Gilbert's the guy who makes these games, like and like the OG Monkey Islands and everything. And it's yeah. Thimbleweed Park was like a Kickstarter that because for people who are like, you should make another game. So he did a Kickstarter and it came out and it was on Game Pass. I went through it. It was great. You know, it's just more turn based or not. I'm sorry, not turn based. Like point and click RPG or. Uh, point click adventure stuff it was awesome yeah that's the thing uh that's why i appreciate what telltale did for these kinds of games because they really just trimmed all the fat away and was like okay what's the core thing that people want or need out of these adventure games what's the story and so they kind of streamlined everything to just get you the story parts of it i think that stuff like it's it's a benefit for uh 
more casual people who want to enjoy these types of games. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing. That's why I got into like the Telltale game so much because it focused more on the story and less on the obscure puzzles. Yeah. So I have zero problem checking that out. Um, and if you know this Monkey Island game does something similar, like I'll play it. I like me a good pointless adventure, but I don't. I don't have the time to like try everything on everything. Yeah. You're probably gonna um, get that in this game. I, I thought another Broken thing, Age. I never... Broken, Broken Age, Age was a... is another one. That... It, yeah, it was Broken good... Age was fantastic. Yeah, it was a good the medium. First part was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that was second a... half was <laughs> the second half was when they threw it. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that I like that though because the the first half it's like it 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 gets your toes wet a little. It doesn't ask anything too too crazy, but then like that second half is like okay, here it is, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was like, I remember playing it, and I thought, bro, maybe I'm just bad at these, but I played Broken Age, and I was like, okay, this game is cool, I can't wait for the second half, and then I played the second half, and I'm like, this is, this is hard. I am dumb. I feel like a dumb person. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's the normal, like, consensus, is that, hey, this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. So, whatever. Um... And another news that I don't think anyone was expecting, a Gargoyles remastered game got announced for at least later this year. They didn't really show off too much of it. Yeah. But it's happening. Word on the street is that it's a remaster of the Sega Genesis Gargoyles game. Oh, God, yeah. I think I, say, I played that. I say word on the street, but like they straight up said it like in the fucking announcement. <laughs> Which, I never played it, but I saw some gameplay after this got announced. Like I actually went and looked at like some Let's Plays of it. And I'm impressed with how good it looks. Like, the animation's very, very clean. Um, the gameplay looks really solid. So if they remaster this, I don't know how they're going to do it. They're going to do this, there, like... Um, is there a thing? They, they showed a, a tiny thing right here that says Classic Games Collection, Jungle Book, Aladdin, Lion King. Is that a thing that's out? I'm yeah, not... yeah. Really? Yeah, that came yeah. out, uh, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got all three of those games in it. It was, and it so, comes to some extra stuff too. Like it has promotional artwork and concept art you can unlock. There was um, the uh, mind and pause mechanics too. There was the the like Disney Afternoon collection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they and then they released that one after it. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, uh, duck the duck game. <laughs> Oh, like uh, Darkwing Duck or Ducktales? Ducktales, I remember that Ducktales came out, and I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that's a that's a dope." Ducktales on the NES is like just one of the best NES games there is. Yeah, I never played the original. I played the uh, remastered remaster that uh, WayForward did. Yeah, it was awesome. That was really good. I love that. Yeah. So is this Gargoyles Remastered going to be the same idea as that, that collection? It's just the same game, just on modern systems? Or are they going to completely, like, redo it? Um, it looks like that same game from the... Oh, this is original gameplay footage. So they haven't really said or shown anything, really, about it. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll see when that comes out. 
I like Gargoyle, so I'll probably be checking this out. It says remastered, though, so... Yeah, that's why I think it's going to be like its own standalone thing with some extra enhancements, but we'll see. Not a remake. Yeah, it's a, a remastered, remastered, but, you know, yeah. who knows what... But they can call it whatever they want. Cocktails Remastered was the same name, but they completely redid all the sprite work, so whatever. Yeah. They, yeah, they redid the entire game. It was like... DuckTales Remastered, which I I loved, I thought it was great, but they they rebuilt it. Every like it wasn't just an upscale; like all the levels were redone. They had different paths. Like they added in a, an extra level to the game, and like yeah. and like a yeah. Remix the music. They brought the voice cast in to like voice the game. Like they did a lot of work on that. Yeah. Um. We also got an announcement for Mirrorverse, which has been a thing for a while mirrorverse but i guess this is a trailer for their uh villains yeah have you heard of this it's another like mobile gotcha game, game turn-based yeah. rpg on mobile which you don't know but until... the gimmick, <laughs> yeah but the gimmick to this is that like these are like alternative reality like disney characters that are like and they're crazy. They're like fantasy archetypes. You have like spellcasters, like rangers, warriors. And they look pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like some of the designs these characters got have been are pretty cool. In the trailer. Uh, McFarlane then, toys. Yeah. You see the game and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, the game's kind of whatever. Um, but for I, the, what's I funny is that got the excited. When Hades yeah. came out, I actually got excited. I saw the blue fire, and I was like, oh, shit, Hades! I was, like, more excited than I should have been for... I mean, Hercules is great, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah, this game, this looks pretty cool, but I think I'm more into the concept than the actual gameplay. Yeah. And it's funny, because my first exposure to Mirrorverse was actually... Uh, I would see ads on, like, Twitter and Facebook for, like, figures of those characters in their Mirrorverse, like, outfits. So I saw, like, Sully from Monsters, Inc. with, like, a fucking robot armor and, a, like, a techno hammer, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I, I went down this rabbit hole. There's, like, this whole, like, thing of it. All of these characters got these, like, crazy redesigns to fit with this, like, RPG aesthetic. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy the work they put into that. It's a shame it's not attached to a better game. Um, yes. <laughs> we also got to look at Disney Speedstorm. It's a carding game by Gameloft. Uh, um, it's going to have here. Th um, this game looks awesome. Just going to put yep. that out there. This looks fucking incredible. It's a uh, Gameloft, though. Is this going to be another mobile game? or Zach, their... No, it's on... their whole thing? This is on consoles and PC. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's free to play, so it's gonna have oh. some microtransaction bullshit, of course. But I don't know, man. I don't know. The gameplay looks—I mean, when they actually show the gameplay, uh, looks pretty fucking badass. I'm like, yo, yeah, it does look badass. Like I, I saw some gameplay of it; it looked cool. Like, and then like, I'm a sucker it, for a good kart racer, dude. And this looks like it's gonna be a good kart racer. Yeah. And then uh, the the one time where I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna zoom out on back on blessing, 
and he's gonna be like wow that looks fucking incredible and he was like he didn't say anything he was just moving on i was like moving on yeah, talk about how awesome this looks <laughs> you talking you did a, a fucking mobile game this looks way better than that uh i got a little upset that he didn't pop off when they showed this because yeah, uh, this looks cool like this looks like a lot of fun yeah i signed up for the beta test oh dope so i'll sign up for it too then i doubt i'll get into it but i'll sign up for it they probably get in they'll let anyone into these things <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also got a look at Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's getting a Toy Story Adventure DLC releasing later this fall. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley is like Disney Animal Crossing. I think it's yeah. not a controversial thing to say. That's what it is. I heard it's about that, yeah. Game, yeah. It's coming to Game Pass, so you can check it's, it out there. It just launched on Game Pass like, yeah. like, like this week. This yeah. game is in early access. You can buy it for like 30 bucks and get early access. Uh, or you can play it on Game Pass. So... Yeah, so go check I've, that out. I heard it was good. People are enjoying this game legitimately. Yeah. So Yeah, that's what I heard too. And it's on Game Pass, so it's like whatever, you know, it's not gonna cost me anything. Yeah. But I can talk look at this trailer. The way fucking Woody is like moving around, it cracks my shit up, dude. <laughs> like the face he makes the way he moves around. Do you ever see those like memes of like people posing like that Woody figure with like anime figures and like really like weird situations yeah like it's i'm getting the same vibe with the way his face looks when he was talking to her like it looks so goofy and weird like i love it yeah <laughs> um but no this looks this looks interesting like i got like i've heard good things about it too so it's on game pass so it's like whatever dude just try it and then something that nobody was expecting we're getting another avatar game Avatar Reckoning, a mobile MMO RPG shooter. Yeah. Oh god. Just sounds horrible. <laughs> the third person shooter. Yeah. It's an MMO with like they showed off weapon customization, clans you'll be meeting. There's no release date yet, but all these things combined, MMO mobile shooter. Well, based okay. on Avatar, they like, said uh, they said the words MMO, but then they go on to say it's a single player game. So, uh, there are so multiplayer. There's multiplayer parts to it. I guess you can go like you can do competitive, like PVE PVP shit. But then there's also you can like team up with a squad of people to do like missions together. But I don't know where they why they said MMO because it doesn't really seem like that's the word to describe. Why this. is Avatar a thing? Like that movie. The first Avatar out. movie came out like what ten years ago. There was another one coming. Yeah, but if there was any time to make it a franchise, it would have been ten years ago when it was popular. <laughs> if if you listen to like the, the the plan for it, it's like not only is the new one coming out, but there's supposed to be like six more. Yeah, the original movie was announced to be part of like us an epic, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. I want like ten movies. I got ideas for like books and comics, and we got like one movie that released in theaters twice, and that's it." <laughs> yeah. Which, like, if you like Avatar, cool, but I think there's better movies. Okay, controversial opinion: Avatar came out the same year District Nine did, around the same like two month time span, and I'm gonna say it: District Nine was a better movie. 
everybody's talking about Avatar, like, oh, it's like this reverse, like, alien invasion movie, or we're the aliens. District 9 did a similar story way better than Avatar did, but nobody fucking talks about that, and I'm still salty about it, like, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, you know... No, uh, I'm not. I'm right. Boys, Boys in the Fuck Hood Avatar. came out. Boys in the Hood came out, like, 1990, and fucking, uh... It's a way better movie than Avatar. And, like, <laughs> nobody's talking about it. So, I feel you. Nobody's talking about Boys in the Hood. 20 yeah. years later yeah <laughs> i will argue that like avatar is like an okay movie like everybody was talking about how great it was i saw it on dvd at home on my shitty like 32 inch cathode cathode ray t- tv yeah and when i had to judge the movie based solely on like its storytelling merits it falls apart <laughs> Like that movie's not good if you don't watch it like in a theater. You tell me you never if seen. If you're not there to get Pocahontas? the 3D experience. So I'll be honest. I think people give it a bad rep comparing it. Oh, it's the same movie as Pocahontas. Like if you, if you boil it down, like Gone with the Wind is the same movie as Pocahontas. If you really want to boil it down, but what I don't like about Avatar is that I feel like everybody praised it like it was this like amazing. This a new amazing feat of filmmaking. They put it on the same level as like Titanic, and I'm like, which even then wasn't even that good a movie, if we're being honest here. Yeah. Um, but again, Avatar is only good if you watch it like in theaters. Like, take away the crazy 3D effects, take away the surround sound, the big screen. Judge it purely on its own like storytelling merits, and it falls apart. It's like a, uh, you know, what else is better in the theater? Uh, snakes on a plane. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually he... didn't hate that movie even watching it at home, so I can see <laughs> well, that. Snakes on a plane knew what it was. Like I saw it at home too, and it it knew what it was. It was a silly movie. I had fun with that's the kind of movie you could watch and have like fun with if you don't take it seriously. But yeah. Avatar wanted to be this like groundbreaking feat. And the big thing it had going for it was like, oh, look how great this 3D is, like how great the CGI is, which, can we really say the CGI in that movie held up today? Like, That's really? what all anyone cares about. That's why these Marvel movies are so popular. Because no one actually gives a fuck about the story. I'm talking shit. I'm talking out of my ass because I haven't even seen any of those movies. All I know is they're big action movies where shit blows up and people love them. So... <laughs> uh but maybe they're actually good movies. I don't know. I watched that Doctor Strange movie, and I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I actually didn't even finish it. This one? No, the first one. Same oh, yeah, thing with uh, same thing. But uh, like the what, what was that? Captain America. I, I watched the second Captain America in the theaters, and I was like, I'm gonna leave. I don't even want to finish this. It's uh, funny because everyone says second one's like the best one, but I've never I seen it. Hated it. I was like, why is this guy like driving this plane into the ground? Or said so it was a plane scene, and I was like, this is terrible. Terrible. Uh, Batman, the Bane one, I didn't finish it. I was like, this is trash. It's terrible. Yeah. That was all so. right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, no, anyone is- does care about the, the explosions. They just want eye candy. Anyway, Avatar, I reckon it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, 
it's a C. It's a C movie that's somehow getting turned into like a franchise. So it's whatever. Um, if you want to play it, go ahead. I'm not gonna stop you, but I question your taste in movies. Um, we also got an untitled game by Skydance New Media. Uh, they haven't announced a, tri- a title for it yet, but it is going to be a new game featuring Black Panther and Captain America set in World War II. Which yes. could be cool. Which could yeah. be cool. Could I know be. it's never going to happen. My dream game would be if they just went hard R with it, like Wolfenstein, and just uh-huh. had me just fucking up Nazis as Captain America and Black Panther. That'd be choice, dude. <laughs> Have you all seen what they've been doing with Wolfenstein on PC lately? No, no. what have they been doing? Uh, Microsoft basically released... So they're all on Game Pass for PC now. Yeah. And I- Enemy Territory has dedicated servers again. Oh, yeah, I did hear oh. about that. I heard about that, and I wanted to reinstall that game. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to check like, that out. Oh, that God. Cool. Like, that's like, that's like one of the best multiplayer shooters of all time. So yeah. it's like... Yeah. <laughs> If no you're a PC one, person, I've you need never, to get that. I've not talked to anyone who's also enjoyed that game. So, yeah, those were for me. Those were like the good old days of uh of shooters. That was like the last one. I'll okay. check that out then. But yeah, this game looks cool. Do you know who? Like, are... Sure, off a of cinematic. This looks cool. Like I, I don't have anything else to say. It looks cool. Who are these people here? Do you know? Aside from Black Panther. And Captain. If I had to guess, it looks like just random soldiers, like a random like World War II soldier and a random Wakanda soldier. But if I had to guess, the guy on the left is probably someone from Captain America's original team, maybe Bucky or Dum Dum Dugan. Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> okay. He's born with that name? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It was probably really popular back in like the 40s. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was so, a different time. So, so his name is like Tim or something, <laughs> or Tom. I think his nickname is like Dom Dom. Okay. I don't know why they call him that. Uh, the reason I know about him is from uh, the Marvel. Uh, what were those like Marvel RPGs, like the the Diablo clones that came out like forever ago? Ultimate Alliance. Uh, yeah, Ultimate Alliance. He like he's a character in Ultimate Alliance. And he's part of like one of Captain America's like original teams. You can use him in Ultimate Alliance. No, he's like a character in it, oh, so he's okay. not a playable character. He's an NPC. Okay. No, uh, he like yeah, he gives you missions or something. Oh. Yeah. He's on the Shield Helicarrier in the first like mission. Point is, I'm I I can't really see it from here. I'm just uh, like guessing, or it's probably just like a generic World War II soldier. But the game says like four heroes, so yeah, I don't okay. know. And looking at the profile, I get a better look at it. Like I don't see like the mustache that Dum Dum has, so it might not be him. It might just be some random dude. Yeah. Or actually, like, didn't like the new um, Cap or um, shit, the Falcon TV series like introduce yeah. some like some Captain other Falcon? like. Not Captain Falcon. I, don't think I he's almost said Captain, Captain Falcon. Yeah. yeah. I almost said Captain It is just the Falcon. But the Falcon Winter Soldier show, like, there's a whole subplot of, like, another super soldier after Captain America who was, like, black 
but nobody talks about him because he's black and America hates black people. Yeah. I'm not even being controversial. It's like the whole plot is like, oh, I was like this this hero in World War II who gave up everything for my country and took all these experiments, but nobody talks about me because I'm black. That might wow. be him. That might be him in this one. Or maybe I'm just reading too much into it. And it might just be some just random World War II soldier. I don't know. Yeah, if it was but... random, he wouldn't be one of the four heroes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I don't know. What about so we'll the... see when this comes out. The, 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 I'm going to guess some Wakanda soldier. I was going to say that, like, his bodyguard from the Black Panther movies. But if she... this isn't World War II. This isn't gonna be like the child. This is gonna be like his grandfather, his granddad. So yeah. I don't know who this would be, but I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Like it could, it's a cool concept, honestly. Like, yeah, just waiting until like, it zooms cool out. Concept. It's a mobile game. You're like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like that's the thing I'm worried about. Like, what is this gonna be? Is it gonna be like? It could be a lot of things. It could just be like a strategy game, like. Midnight Suns, or is it going to be like a looter brawler, like uh, a looter Avengers, brawler? like Avengers? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, Avengers had more than four people. It did, but it doesn't mean it was a bad. It was a good game. Or is it going to be oh, like yeah. you know the Square Enix Guardians of the Galaxy game that everyone says is good? So I don't you know. know. What? It, I, I it's don't really, wanna, it's really good. I don't want to talk shit about. Uh, Avengers, because it does Why? do a lot. Of, it do, it does a lot of stuff wrong, but it does uh, it does a lot of stuff right too. Where it's the like, story stuff does pretty well. Yeah, the characters it nails the characters, the acting, the motivations, everything else though. Yeah, all the life service stuff looks like dog shit. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, so like we'll see. Hopefully, they learn their lesson from that. That's not what this is going to be, but we'll see. It's from Skydance Media. What is Skydance worked on? Uh, they're like a movie production house. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah. Shit. So. so, like, what did that have to do with this then? By the way, oh. you should be playing Guardians of the Galaxy. It's on Game Pass and it's amazing. Yeah, I need to play that. I need to play it too. They did The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that's not Skybound or Sky? Sky Dance Interactive was okay. the developer. Okay. That that game's not bad, so it's not good either. <laughs> yeah, that's a VR one though, right? Um. Yes. Yeah, it's not. I I heard it was okay. I mean, we'll see with this. We're speculating a lot on this. We have no idea what it's gonna be. We're talking more about this game than like they've actually shown off. So, <laughs> well, that's we'll what people on, do. They but... fucking they zoom in on the shit. It's like, okay, if you zoom in on this, you can see. Yeah, I was I was seeing. Stuff. Yeah, I, I was totally wrong. There's no way that soldier's dumb dumb dude again. Like now that I see him like zoomed out, like that's not him. Yeah, he could be anybody. Like I don't know who that who that could be, but we'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's some Marvel fans that can listen to this, but well, actually. His outline perfectly matches so and so from issue number three twenty one of Captain America Secret War. <laughs> well, he's got uh, they zoomed in on like the scratches on his shield. Made a big deal about that. That's 
I mean, it's a shield. He blocks bullets with it. Bullets make well, scratches. Yeah, but there's like, <laughs> no, no, not just scratches. It's like claw marks. Maybe him and like, you know, Black Panther went at it for a little bit. Oh, they went at it? Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, this is World War II, man. Like, Captain America was like, what? A Negro on the battlefield? Oh, true, he true. He's not used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's, like in a, so he's like in a fully covered suit, so he probably doesn't even know. Watch the whole game he goes through, he fights a lot time, at the end of the game, he's like, what, you're a Negro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I dare them. I dare Disney, do it. No balls, do it. Like, do it. Our friend, we've been through these battles. Please remove your, remove your face covering so I may see the man who I've been fighting alongside all these years. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I guess think... you're one of the. Yeah, I, 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 if Captain America doesn't say he's one of the good ones in this move in this game, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I want to see a racist Captain America. <laughs> wasn't like Ultimate's Captain America? Wasn't he just like, like a misogynist or something? Like, wasn't that his whole you know negative thing about him? Probably. Like, I don't know if it was Ultimate Captain America, but comics went through a thing in the '90s of like trying to be really edgy and like. Yeah gross uh, 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 controversial opinion but frank miller is a lot to blame for that he has this really weird like edgy storytelling style that people like gravitate to and since like watchmen came out people saw like oh comics can have like sex blood and violence without understanding the nuance and deconstruction of the superhero genre that was in watchmen so this made everything like hyper violent and edgy for no reason so I wouldn't be surprised if, like, there is there is actually, like, a story where Captain America, like, fucking murders, like, drug dealers. Like, it came out during like, the war on drugs, and he, like, fucking murders them. Like, he is killing these guys, and he gets, like, a boner doing it. Like, it's, it's insane. Um, so that, that, that was probably a thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, like, the whole Ultimates universe... Like, everybody had, like, a, you know, kind of, like, a flaw kind of thing. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure Captain America was just, like, he just gave women, like, no respect or something. Yeah, was just, I like, wouldn't be surprised that was a thing. And Which then, is uh, funny, because, yeah. like, um, side tangent here, Stan Lee was actually very, very progressive. Um, and there are, there, so, early issues of his comic books, you know, Captain America, Spider-Man... The, the end of them would have what's called Stan's Soapbox, where we talk about current events. And there's an issue where he talks about the civil rights movement, which was happening in, like, the 60s when he was still doing comics. And he flat out said, this was, like, in the 60s, when com the comic book industry was still, Marvel was still pretty small. You know, they had their popular comics, but they weren't the juggernaut they are now. And he flat out wrote, like, if you don't think people of color deserve the same respect as you because of the color of their skin, you can stop reading my comics. <laughs> so it's, it's funny to, to think, like, to make jokes about that, but Stan Lee was like a very progressive person, even for his time. Um, but yeah, that was a little side note, a little side tangent. But they should make this Captain America racist because it's funny. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Um, uh, some Game Pass announcements. Like we said, Disney Dreamlight Valley, like you said, Clay, that's coming out. It's uh, out. So that's out, sorry, on Game Pass now. 
uh pc cloud and console we got opus magnum coming out on pc or so that's available now uh train sim world 3 console and pc is available now ashes of the singularity escalation i got the hiccups uh is on pc september 13th uh dc league of super pets the adventures of crypto and ace longest fucking name in the world yes (laughs) cloud console and pc september 13th uh you suck at parking that's not a game i'm just saying that no (laughs) you suck at parking shopping september 14th cloud console and pc uh despots games coming out console and pc september 15th and last but not least we have metal hellsinger that's the first person shooter um rhythm, rhythm game, game right yeah. okay 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 real quick real quick yeah. yeah the trailer for that came out last year and <laughs> am i the only person who remembers a game called bullets per minute no, no I, remember. I remember that too i thought yeah. dude, they were related no, 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 I was like, they're like, oh, look at this game. And I'm like, isn't that already out? And I looked it up and it was like, no, it's bullets per minute. And I was like, so they just ripped off that game. The big difference, <laughs> this one that separates it, is that Metal Hellsinger, I remember that their big thing that they were announcing was like, oh, here's all the metal bands we commissioned to like do music for the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they actually have like bands that they license to do music. I think like, I don't quote me, I think Cradle of Filth is in it. Um. Who else? Hold on. I'm not even going to start. I know there going to be some metal fans out there like, oh, what? How dare you? Search Tankin from like System of a Down, down. like new music yeah. for it. Um, I know he for sure he's in it. I say he's in it, but I think he's just doing some music, which is cool. I fucking love Search Tankin. He's a fucking genius songwriter. Yeah. Genius musician, genius songwriter. Uh, but yeah, that's the big thing. They brought like pretty big names like the metal industry and just general hard rock music industry to come in here and do some music for the game, which, I mean, if the soundtrack is really important to you, that might differentiate it from bullets per minute. Right. Also, like, graphically, it looks a little bit more impressive than bullets per minute did, but... Okay. I need the mechanics to work, though. It's not enough to just have... It looks the same way bullets per minute did, though. You have the crosshair, you have things coming on the side of it. So we'll see how it plays, but it looks like it's just taking the same idea. Yeah. But we'll see what happens with it. Like it's gonna be on Game Pass, so I'll try it. Like it doesn't it's not gonna cost me anything of my time. That's one of the things about like Necrodancer came out and was like, Holy shit, you can do rhythm anything. Uh and now people are trying to do rhythm anything and it's just not it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with this one. Um, and some quickie news: Idos Montreal now owns the games it developed. Yeah, um, really can remind me what what are some of those games? <laughs> Deus Ex, uh, Tomb Raider, Thief. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Uh, I think. Well, Crystal Dynamics also came out and they announced. I think Tomb Raider's under them. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's but, right, Idos Montreal. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but they did uh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex is something I'm excited for. I like the first Deus Ex. Yeah. Um, Wait, the the first first or the first, one, the first like of the new series that they did. The yeah, the, the first human of the series that they did. Humankind um, something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that one a lot. I never finished it, but I liked it a lot. So I have not played those. They're pretty good. If you like this, if you like this like 
play how you want like mentality deus ex does that yeah well so okay so so help me out here on that then because this was a so when that first there were two kind of like reboot games right and so the first one that came out like this is back in like the ps3 360 era and it was like it it had to have a pc only kind of director's cut because the problem people had with it, it like apparently when they were making that game, they outsourced all the boss fights to like another company. And that company, when they developed it, they basically made it so you have to go guns blazing in order to beat these bosses. So like that, they patched that out later with the director's uh, cut. Yeah, um, but that, that wasn't on console, right? Like it that is was only on, on PC, I think. Is they it? released it on console, yeah, as like an extra expansion. When they okay. released the expansion to it, which added some extra DLC, they included that director's cut with it. Oh, okay, that's so cool. It, it tweaked the whole game around, so now, like, you already had the freedom to play the levels how you want, but it gave you even more freedom to do it with. So it made stealth more viable in the main campaign, and it gave you a stealth, non-lethal option to the boss fights, too. Okay, that's cool, then, because I was like... I didn't know that that was released on console, because I don't play PC, right? But I was like, if that was if they released that on console, I'd totally play that game. Yeah, they released it on console. You can get it on console, so try it out. Um... The sequel to it, Mankind Divided. The worst thing I heard about Mankind Divided, I never played, but the worst thing I heard about it is that it's the same. People keep saying it's the same as the first one. So if you like the first one, you'll like the second. So right. try it out for sure. Um, but it's cool, though, because you haven't had a new Deus Ex game since Mankind Divided in, like, what, 2016, 2017? Yeah. So... It'd be cool to see if they can make a new one, you know, something that can kind of scratch that itch for like cyberpunk games. So we'll see what happens with that. Have you ever played the the like OG versions? No, I from like the nineties. Everyone tells me they're good, but I haven't played them. I've played Um, about half of the first one, and the second one actually, I I think it was like a PS2 game. And yeah, uh, I heard the first one was like a PC immersive sim. Yeah, and the sequel was supposed to, was like an like a first like a third person shooter or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a similar news: Crystal Dynamics took control of most of its beloved games. So Tomb Raider, Legacy of Kane. Fuck, I haven't heard that name forever. Legacy of Kane. So yeah. I mean, we'll see. Now they're not under the Square Enix like thumb anymore. Maybe we can start seeing some new Legacy of Kane games, like a remaster or something. Yeah, hopefully they do do that. I think they're only announcing this because they have to, because they they now they now own the metrics like the data, basically yeah. like all the personal data from that's gathered from playing people who play those games. They now own that data. They control that stuff, so they have to like let people know. They have to disclose yeah. that, I guess, and for their like privacy purposes and shit. So that's why they're announcing this, but. They can they can make new games now with those properties, which is cool because also like IO Interactive was also able to part ways with Square and retain the rights to Hitman, and that yeah. did well for them. So, by the way, it's, I jumped into Hitman the other day. I played uh, so they released like a like for Hitman Three. They released a new island, which like includes its own like campaign mission. Yeah. That's cool. And I was uh, so I checked that out, and uh, because it's it's on Game Pass, so you can just download and play it. It comes with it. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Hitman's Hitman. great. 
I never played the original Hitman games. I played the new ones that they've released, the new trilogy. Yeah. I played the first one a bit, and it's good. It's really good. It's yeah. good. I haven't played a game that scratches that Phantom Pain itch. I haven't played anything like Phantom Pain. And these new Hitman games come the closest to it. Yeah, it doesn't plug so in there, but it comes the closest to that Phantom Pain gameplay that I liked. So, yeah, they're good. They're <laughs> really good. Yeah. I think um, in a different way, Breath of the Wild kind of does that. Breath of the Wild Pain does it very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I liked about Phantom Pain is that it lets you go about missions the way you want, but also there's room for like improvisation. If something goes wrong, yeah. I think Phantom Pain is the most rewarding if you play a mission out to the end when things go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, one of my favorite moments I like to talk about with Phantom Pain, I'll make it quick. Um, I had a mission to go in, get this guy, and get out was my whole mission. And I, already, I looked, I spent, like, a good 10 minutes, you know, surveying the area, checking the angles. I planned my route to go through. I marked a bunch of enemies. I was like, cool, I'm going to make it quick. Get in, grab the dude, get out like a ghost. No one's going to see me. And so, as I was doing it, I fucking get spotted by a car that's turning the corner. The dude in the car, like, saw me. And I was like, well, shit, my tranquilizer's not going to be able to take him out because he's in a car. So I pulled out my assault rifle and shot him down. I was a ways away from the base, so I had some time while enemies, like, ran to the car to see what happened. So in a panic, I, like, threw a bunch of C4 on the car and fucking <laughs> booked it into the mission. So now these guys are like, they don't know where I am. They know I'm there, but they don't know where I am because I ran away from the, the scene of the crime. And as they're looking for me, I had already marked them before, so I knew, like, a good chunk of them were at that car. So I fucking blow the car up <laughs> yeah. and make an even bigger explosion. So everyone in the base is running to the car to see what that explosion was. And I was still able to get in, get my target, and get out while the whole base was, like, looking for me. It was such a cool organic experience that I've, I've never experienced any game that can do that for me except maybe yeah. max Payne, and um, it's it was the, so cool I, I haven't played any other game that does that the best way to play that game is to turn off all of the assists turn yeah. off the like the you know how you get caught and it goes that like the slow-mo thing turn yeah, that yeah. off turn off marking enemies turn everything off and play it like a fucking real metal gear game and it's just it changed it completely changes the way you approach. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. I played through it a second playthrough with that, and it's it's really good. And the game is just it's designed. It does the I say it does the Breath of the Wild thing, but I should say Breath of the Wild does the Phantom Pain thing, where everything like kind of works together in its system. So yeah, you know, like you know, with Breath of the Wild, if it's raining, not only does it you know, it uh, it obscures your it obscures enemies' visions. So they can't see you. It obscures their uh, their hearing, so they can't hear you sneaking up on them. But also, it makes it harder to climb stuff. Um, it makes your electric weapons unusable. Um, Phantom Pain does a lot of that with like the environment, and the way these mechanics play together. The stuff you can do with the cardboard box alone is like insane. Yeah, <laughs> you can go surfing. You can yeah. surf on it. You could like. You could put a sticker on it, distract people. So if a guy catches you with it, they're like, "Ooh, look at that sexy lady!" You can sneak out the back of the box. Yeah. While they're a bit too busy looking at the box, it's so unique. And then, how but much then shit also, there is in that game. the enemies will react to your play style if you like rely on shit yeah. a lot. 
they'll be like, oh, this guy likes to get headshots. Well, we're going to start wearing helmets. Or they like throwing smoke grenades. Well, we're going to start wearing gas masks. Shit they come like out that. at night, we're going to start wearing night vision goggles. Yeah, yeah. And the best part, it doesn't ruin the game either because you're like, oh, okay, I can't do that rush the game. No, like, you can get a mission to find their supply chain where they're getting all this shit and then blow up their supply chain and then yeah. it's not a problem for another couple of missions. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, and I heard, like, Kojima had even more ideas, but Konami pulled the plug that was going over budget. I am so sad we're never going to see, like, the Phantom Pain Kojima had in his head because it would have been yeah. a fucking masterpiece, dude. It's such a bummer that they'll never get to this huge bummer. iterate on that because the, the best thing about Breath of the Wild is that they can learn from that first game and make a better one next yeah. time around, but that it's a bummer they can't do that with Metal Gear. I mean, they could, but... They could, but Konami's not going to. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's such a bummer. And the Fox engine, too. It was so good. Oh, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. It was very graphically impressive scenes without yeah. sacrificing performance. Like, it was insane yeah, how well forget that game that, ran. That game was on PS3 and 360. Yeah, and it ran great on it. Like, it's yeah. insane. Oh, my God. All right, enough sucking off Phantom Pain. Especially <laughs> I love that game. Like, I'm, like, sad that we're never going to see, like, Phantom Pain director's cut, you know, with, like, yeah. all the stuff Kojima wanted, the vision he had for the game, like... You can tell the game is like hindered by the the budget and Konami pulling the plug on it before it was done. You can tell like that that's a, that's, a, that's a stink that sits on the game that brings it from like an S tier game to like an A minus. It's so disappointing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's so disappointing. Um. Anyway, back back to quickies. Um. The new uh, Pokemon game has a Let's Go feature. Basically, you can send your Pokemon out to battle and stuff independent from you. And they can come back with, like, items, experience points. Cool idea. Don't know if it's enough to, like, really change the formula, but it's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, looking at some of the stuff they're, like, showing about this game, it does... It, it some Parts of it are like, oh, yeah, they're, they're taking this from... Arceus a little bit yeah you kind of see a little bit of that but I wish they went more into more into that a little bit yeah I don't think we're gonna see that on this one I think the next game though they're gonna yeah. like because because of how frequently they pump out these Pokemon games they're working on them so far ahead of time I think with the next Pokemon game we'll start seeing that influence on it so don't yeah. worry on it what I'm curious is like how long can you leave them out and how far away can you walk yeah, that's another thing I'm interested in too. But, yeah, it's a cool little feature. And some uh, new trailers and videos. You got to look at Cyberpunk 2077's new expansion, Phantom Liberty. Um, it's a new expansion that opens up uh, missions in what's called the Combat Zone. It is a lawless, chaotic area of Night City that is under no real government rule. It's just total anarchy, craziness. And unfortunately, a military, a military, uh, very important military person has been, uh, has uh, crashed into the Phantom Zone and you are contracted to go in and bring them out, or the combat zone, you're contracted to go in and bring them out. 
Think of it like uh, Escape from New York. I was just going to say, it sounds like <laughs> Escape from New York to me. It's very much Escape from New York, and I'm 110% okay with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the President of the United States or someone close to them, I can't remember, but it opens up with V taking like their oath to the government, which if, if you don't know anything about cyberpunk, like the U.S. military is not even a superpower, really. <laughs> The whole world's owned by like three organizations and the military doesn't even have the 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 resources to back it up really um but this is really cool i like this idea because a lot of people don't know this but johnny silverhand was actually a service member he was drafted in the military to fight in the war with mexico which there's a war with mexico and the cyberpunk lore so and it was his experience like yeah, and it was his experience in that war that like made him so like anti-authority. So the fact that this expansion takes place before the end of the game, Johnny Silverhand's there. I, I want to see like what his dialogue is, what he thinks of you, like basically whoring yourself out to the establishment that he hates the most would be really interesting. I, there's so much backstory with this series that I'm like, oh, this all sounds interesting, but when I play the game. I just could not. I couldn't get into it. But I, that's why I reinstalled it. And now I uninstalled it. <laughs> but I need to get back into this and really just... It's good. And a lot of the story, like, I didn't know this, like, going in. Like, I learned this stuff playing through the game. Like, characters, like, drop lines about their history all the time. Yeah. And you can find, like, books and stuff about, like, Johnny Silverhand. And it's really cool to see, like, his, like, opinion on stuff. Even, um... The nomad group, the Aldecaldos, like you talk with them, most of them were like service members and they've served in a, they were uh, drafted into the military like forever ago and they have the, they're all fucked up from it. Like it's crazy. Um, it's really, really, it's a really interesting world cyberpunk. It's really, really cool. And like that's why I like it so much. I think like my like love of like the world itself, the lore, the mythos is kind of overshadowing my judgment a little bit on some of the other like, details of the game that people have problems with but i like it a lot and i'm really excited to play this expansion when that comes out that's going to come out uh what is it like late 2023 yeah Yeah, so we'll see when that drops they're they're saying this is the first and only dlc so i'm hoping it's significant yeah me too oh they did also announce that like there's no support going to the last gen version cyberpunk so Sorry if you're playing on a PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Shame on you. You're not going to see Phantom Liberty. You're not going to see any new patches, new updates. So, sorry. (laughs) But honestly, controversial opinion here. Cyberpunk should have done that from the beginning, if I'm being honest. True story. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they hadn't wasted a lot of development time trying to have this run on older systems, we would have had a much better game at the end of the day. But, oh well. They got their refund. I can't wait. Yeah, they got their refund. So, and if you didn't get your refund, I mean, that's on you. You had the chance to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, Phantom Liberty, I can't wait for this. We just got like a quick cinematic of it. But even then, like, I'm into it, dude. Like, bring it on. I can't wait to see what this is. Uh, next trailer we got is uh, Foxhole, the official 1.0 preview. Yeah. Um, what is this game? So you don't know what this is, and neither did I before I looked at this. It's a uh, 
uh, how do you explain it? it's an mmo military okay. game right yeah where imagine like planet side you know planet side it's like for what i imagine planet side i only played it a little bit but it's like a whole you get a whole <laughs> country and you get different factions warring for control over different areas of an entire huge land right so that's what this game is it's a war that's consistent persistent whether you're there or not it's a war is going on and two different factions are uh fighting each other uh to... is it a fps or no it's a top-down top-down mmo but the the cool okay here's why i put this in here uh is because it's fascinating what you can do with it because you don't the combat isn't a main focus i mean it is if you want to be a combat guy but you can also be the guy that just makes bullets everything in this game is made by the players down to Ooh. the the bullets okay. the guns the you can set up trains to take things from the back to the front lines you can make everyone has to build the tanks everyone has to build the transportation everyone has to build the everything everything has to be built by the players and then and then things have to be built to carry stuff from uh the the work stations to the actual front feel, lines where the you people gotta worry are fighting. about like the infrastructure for it too the uh yeah yeah infrastructure what's the term for it what's the term for it but when you're uh the logistics I, you gotta worry logistics. about logistics yeah yeah, yeah. um because they, they were describing really like cool. they were describing like oh yeah you can build train lines and you can build all this shit and i'm like what like what how much time would it take to build a fucking train station and shit like this it would take a lot of time funny you bring that up because so many war games focus on like the combat side of it but nobody really understands that like a lot of wars and stuff are one with logistics like yeah it's who can get stuff to the battlefield more efficiently is what determines like who wins the war like yeah so there's a story that like in world war ii the u.s there are rumors the U.S. could, like, have the logistics in place to, like, bring a whole fucking cake from, like, the United States to Germany for someone's birthday without fucking it up. <laughs> and, like, that's what, like, helped us win the war, is that we had these, like, insane logistics. Because yeah. we had cake, bro. Well, it's not that. It's that we had the ability <laughs> to get that cake there. No, we could... You can say all you want, like, you know, the bigger weapon, the better tactical advantage, but... At the end of the day, like if you spend all this time like trying to take a territory, you don't have the ammo, the food, the supplies to back it up, and no way to get it to your troops. They're not going to win that push. So, yeah. Max is mayhem in the chat. What's up? Yo, what's up, Max? So it's cool to see a game kind of like focus on that. That like, hey, you need to get these supplies. <laughs> yeah, and you got to focus on the production, the logistics, the infrastructure the transportation all of that to like really progress here i I like that a lot that's really cool it's it's hard to explain um there's a there's a good channel moy dog uh he has a good video on his on his channel where he um he gets his whole like youtube people and he's like we're gonna set up a, a squad and we're gonna have one mission to take this area of the the map and just really do a huge push 
and just the the story that he builds because in, in the grand scheme of thing they really make not a huge impact on the hu- on the whole war but the what they do contribute is just a small piece that can can change the whole outcome of the whole thing and that's really what it's about it's like these small pushes these small contributions where this one bullet can make a change down the road for someone who used that bullet to make a big change in the in the overall grand scheme of the war and it's just love it's, that I'm it's into a, this, dude. yeah it's a really I'm cool concept they've been building this it's been in early access since like 2017 Wow. And this is the this okay. is the one update, so I guess it's finally coming out of early access, and it's just super impressive. Like I had no idea this was a thing, but um, yeah, just looking at it, I was like, this is really cool. This is I'm really into cool. it, dude. This looks so, cool as hell. Yeah, I'm into this. Okay, I want to check this out. I'm like, I'm 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 bookmarking this. Um, this is a my contribution. This next trailer. This is Stray Blade. This isn't a Souls-like action RPG that got announced a little while ago. But what's really interesting in this, this there's two. I put two trailers up. The customization trailer is the first one I want to go over. It's the level of customization here for your character, your weapon, your equipment. There's so much here that it's getting like that that RPG player part of my brain it's going. I want to see numbers go up. I want to see skill trees get filled out. But it's really cool when you see like the actual customization. Like you can build the weapon the way it looks, the color of the blade, the color of the hilt. I've heard rumors you can like customize the length of the sword too if you want. You're getting crystals to build your uh... <laughs> Yeah. But what's cool is that like there's a point like about a minute, 13 seconds into the trailer where you see there's like a whole skill tree with different weapons. They're all like missed their question marks. You haven't unlocked them yet, but it looks like these weapons are going to have their own skill trees, different abilities that you can unlock for them. So this isn't like Diablo with like randomly generated loot. These are like pre-designed, like pre-built weapons that with a purpose. Is it per weapon or per weapon type? Like is every like long sword gonna have the same? So it looks like it's per weapon because the long sword he's carrying is like the picture in the in the profile oh, there. Yeah. So yeah, which is wow. weird because like you can also customize the way the weapon looks. So how does that work? Um, this tree. Look at this fucking skill tree. Oh, so yeah, each dude, weapon so is stuff. on here. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But, but if they you only look, have like connect one, to each other. Yeah, but if you look at the very top of the tree, some stuff connects to each other. Oh yeah, so what is yeah. It's so like, what is that? Like, it looks. I'm. I'm already like, okay, this is. I'm interested. I, I like skill trees <laughs> in yeah. game. So apparently, I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, I, I am man. I got a boner for skill trees. I'm not gonna deny it. <laughs> um, but on top of that, the gameplay looks solid. Like, the second trailer shows off the combat. And some of the character customizations, you can actually customize the way you look, the way you're, the color of your clothes, what you're wearing. And the combat looks incredible. It looks a little bit faster than Dark Souls with these really crazy finishers that I like to see. It reminds me a bit of like Kingdom of Amalur, the way the, the finishers, how detailed the finisher animations are. 
Have you all played the re-reckoning version of that yet? I have. It's the same game. <laughs> okay. I I I liked the original, and I I was I was gonna play the re-reckoning. I just haven't got around to it yet. It's the same game, so yeah. If you like the original, the re-reckoning does have a new expansion that doesn't come with the game. You have to buy it separately. Okay. So with like new skill trees and new uh, character customization options. So that's something to look into if you liked it. Yeah. But yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. This is a game that just popped up on my social media feed. Uh, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole like looking into it. There is I an just, option to sign up for the beta. I don't want a Souls game, dude. It's kind of, a, it's kind of bumming me out. I do when the combat is like this, like over the top and visceral. I'm yeah. okay with it. Like, the combat's, like, flashy and crazy enough that it doesn't have, like, that really punishing, like, souls formula. Like, you know, the very defensive act-react formula that Dark Souls has. Those those Dynasty Warriors games get a lot of flack for being, like, just, I don't know, boring, I guess. But, <laughs> like, I like, the, I like the idea of just being a guy just mowing down, just mowing I down innocent people. <laughs> Not innocent people. Just mowing down like a bunch. Of, I like the power fantasy of just. Uh, yeah, me too. I like that idea. You come home from work, and it's like I want to just make this battlefield my bitch for yeah, like an yeah. hour. Like, yeah, it's fun. And this game, you know, it's, it looks it, it looks like it's doing the Dark Souls things. It's a bit more punishing than that, but it looks like the combat is very reaction heavy. Like I've seen these like random blocks that look like they can interrupt your normal attack, so you can look like you can block kind of at will. And there's like rewards like perfect parries and stuff that's got me a little excited. You know, intricacies like that, like I think are cool. So seeing this, like I think I'm gonna have fun with this. I signed up for the beta. Um, I haven't gotten a, any word back yet, so I probably didn't get approved, but I'm into this enough that I signed up for the beta. So tell them, tell them you're Rick though. I did. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> oh shit, you didn't say that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Rick from uh, Game of Verse. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, here. You know what? Sorry about that. Have some money. Yeah. <laughs> Have some money. I Sorry wish. about that. But yeah, we'll see what they say. Like, they did. One of the questions they do, they make you fill out a questionnaire to like apply for the beta. One of them is like, you know, are you part of any like Discord community or any like gaming community that we should be aware of? So I put down the Game of Verse information. Yeah. I see if that'll give me an edge. I doubt it, but you should be aware. Yeah. But no, this is this is cool. Like I'm into this. Um, next game I was into is a uh, Evil West. It's a third person, wet old West fantasy horror style third person action game. I say third person action games. It's got like crazy melee combat, crazy shooting combat. It's from a uh, Flying Wild Hog. The um. The Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. And this looks cool. Like, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say about it. It looks pretty badass. Like, it goes on for like 13 minutes. I don't know if you want to like watch this whole thing, but um, you can it do looks it on your own like, time. Uh, it looks a lot like uh, Outriders. A little bit. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And I liked Outriders, so. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, this looks like Outriders is a better story, and I'm okay with that. Um, this is another game that kind of turns on that superhero fantasy a little. It reminds me of like Doom mixed with like Outriders, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening here. To be honest, this looks crazy. I thought this was supposed to be West. Yeah. Why am I seeing the fucking Tesla coil? It's this weird like fantasy. I think that the the subgenre for it is Weird West. It's called the subgenre. Okay. And it's like old Western like aesthetics with like supernatural and steampunk. Like the the game Weird West, like cop, like is a good example of it. But I guess that's like term for the genre. Like how cyberpunk, even though like that's a standalone franchise, like the term cyberpunk is a term for like that style of like aesthetic, like. Weird yeah. West is the style for this aesthetic here. Is this a loot game? Or like, or like steampunk? Yeah. Well, steampunk, when you hear steampunk, it's like, you know, Victorian. Yeah, but this I mean, but, like, but that's that aesthetic of Victorian mixed with like steam and pipes everywhere. Yeah, Weird West is like a Monocles. more specific. Yeah, Weird West is more specific. Weird West is like Old West aesthetic with like supernatural stuff, maybe some like low-tech sci-fi infused into it yeah like weird west is like a weird thing that like i guess has been a thing for a while but i've never really seen stuff with it um which is cool because like i'm into that a little bit like you know this uh dark watch you know back on the ps2 was like another game oh like, yeah I remember that. yeah so stuff like that is like really cool to me and I, I really like this for that reason i think it's a cool look i think it's a cool like uh oh, genre, like subgenre fucking looks good like look at yeah this looks dope dude this looks cool as hell like i'm into this um i can't wait till this comes out I like flying wild hog also they do good yeah the flying tool wild tip hog is good here. Shit. press l1 to block to electrocute the enemy what <laughs> yeah this this looks dope this looks dope as hell hey there's so much cool shit here I... that weird thing he did where he does like a like a fucking short you can and he follows him up in the air and punches him back down to the ground like what is that yeah <laughs> it's cool as hell Something about in the old west, bro. Yeah, it's this is some cool shit here, dude. I love this. Like, did you remember when like John Wayne used to do that to people all the time in movies? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and uh, I remember he teleported behind some guy and was like, "Nothing personal, yeah. kid," and then like banished him to the shadow realm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. "You want to dance?" And then shadow realm. There you go. Oh, but no, this looks cool as hell. Like, I'm I'm super super into this. Is this and a loot? I, I want loot though. Now, now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, this needs to be like a Diablo. <laughs> or why can't it just be like a Doom? It can and just it like can let me like fuck shit up. It's just I, I just I would get I would, you know, me personally, I just want everything to be a Diablo. We'll see when it comes out. Like I, I think want it's Dynasty gonna, Warriors it's gonna have a skill Diablo. tree. I think it's gonna have like a skill tree to it, so you can unlock like new abilities and stuff. And you can uh, affect like how you play. There, there's not too much. I, I kind of kept myself away from a lot of the information because I kind of want to want to be surprised by the game. But also, I'm like, I, I want to know more about it because this looks so cool. Um, so we'll see when it comes out, man. But I'm into this. Like I've been following this game for a little while now, and uh, it looks better and better every time I watch something on it. Yeah, uh, moving on, we got. Yeah, dude, do it. Uh, moving on, so we're going down to the game releases now. Uh, we got September 13th, 
a couple days. You got Freedom Planet 2 dropping on PC. I forgot that was happening. Um, Asanzo is dropping on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. So you can go check that out when that releases. Uh, Little Orpheus is also dropping on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, PS1, uh, Xbox One, and Series X. PS1? Yeah, PS1. You can go back to 99. Um, Coming back. I can install it on my PlayStation Classic, right? Boom. <laughs> yes, I have um, one of those. No, you can play it fine. on your PS5, though. I can play it cloud streaming on my PS5. Sure. Um, SCP Secret Files is also coming out for PC. This is actually pretty cool, because it's like... I want to talk about this one really quick. Um, SCP... This game? Well, what's cool is that it's almost like... How can I word it? Like a compilation? So, like, different SCPs are different stories, and they're different games. Like, I see games in here that are, like, first-person point-and-click games, and, like, I saw some, like, third-person driving mechanics, and there's one in here that's, like, an isometric game. So I think it's, like, a compilation of, like, different games relating to different SCPs. So that would be cool to, to see. Um, it could be good, or it could be terrible, but it's interesting, at least. <laughs> isn't SCP... Isn't that a... A creepypasta, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's a creepypasta like series. It's a so it's like an alternate universe idea that within our society there exists this uh this organization called SCP. It stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. And they house and hold on to like unexplainable cryptids, artifacts, and the get it's a user uploaded thing think of control yeah exactly control (laughs) but the gimmick with it is that it's a user submitted thing you can go on to the scp website it's 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 documented like a top secret organization but users can actually upload their own scp stories and they're all categorized by number and you can upload your own story and users can decide whether it stays as part of the scp canon or it's just like a side thing that you did for fun it's actually pretty cool. Like, there's a lot of like role playing involved with it. The stories are written out like government documents, so it's not going to read like a traditional narrative. It's written like a government document with accounts from other people. It's being filed by personnel within the corporation, and there's even parts of it that are redacted to make the story like more interesting. It's really cool. Like, I kind of like what it's done, and um. This seems to kind of be based on that, where every different SCP file, it looks like it's going to be a different game. So this is pretty cool. Like, I like this idea here. Um, SCP is something that's really cool that I wish, like, got more attention because there's a lot of, like, really cool stuff in it. So we'll see when that comes out, like, what the reviews look like. I doubt it's going to, like, really make any waves, but it's cool that it's happening. Um, next on release, we've got Sunday Gold releasing on PC. It's a point-and-click, turn-based adventure game set in a grim, dystopian future. Play as a ragtag trio of criminals to hunt down and expose the dark secrets of an evil mega corporation and the malevolent billionaire behind it. Whoa, I like the art style here. Yeah, cool. I love the art style. That's what I want to talk about a little bit. I love the art style here. It's got this, like, 
this old like pulp magazine comic look to it, which I like a lot. And it kind of reminds me of 13 a little bit with the way like comic book stuff pops up on the stream, like, you know, like blam and yeah, I like that a lot. Like it's a cool aesthetic. I like it. It's dropping September 13. So I'm, I'm going to add this to the wish list. I might end up checking this out. We also got Voice of Cards, The Beasts of Burden. Uh, this is an RPG where everything is shown through the medium of cards. So already, I'm like not interested. Yeah, I'm out. But it yeah. is coming from Yoko Taro, the near guy. Oh. So I'm interested again. Yeah. So I'm interested again. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a, oh, interesting. I had no idea. This is like a straight up Square Enix game. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing some weird stuff lately, but I like it. They're mixing it up. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's cool. I'm not a big card fan, but Yoko Taro makes some crazy shit. So yeah, this would get me into bring that same game, level. Yeah, if you can bring a same level of like subversion to this, fucking sign me up, dude. This looks cool. Oh god damn it! When is this coming out? Tuesday, September thirteenth. Yeah, thirty thirty bucks. I'll ch- I'll check this out. Yeah, dude, it looks cool. Um. Got Denuvo. Uh, up next is uh, 13. So here's some backstories. I don't think we talked about this. 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, 13. Yeah, 13. <laughs> so 13 is a first person shooter that came out like, what, 2005, 2008? Yeah. And it got a remaster like last year or a remake last year. It was garbage. It was hot dog shit. Nobody liked it. Um, it's getting a major update that's releasing on the 13th, the same date it's dropping for the Switch. That's supposed to like completely overhaul the game. Okay. Um, I forgot to talk about this because like they, they announced it like weeks ago. Yeah. I can't remember what they called it, but they're re-releasing it as like a whole new game. And they're, so, they're completely overhauling it. I've only played a little bit of the original. And I did not play the remaster or whatever they call it because of I mean, everybody just saying it's, this is the worst thing ever. But I do remember seeing something about how when they said they were re-releasing it again and again and again, it's they basically said, we know, we're going to fix it. And they basically put in more man hours to fix it. Yeah. Which is commendable. Okay. Yeah, it's going to drop as like a whole new update. Like, yeah. I can't find the trailer, but they showed off like... Yeah, they. I can't remember the. I can't find the trailer. But they showed off a whole trailer where they're like, "Hey, we're like redoing the game, basically." Yeah. Okay. They're like what, rebuilding what the, it again, just to apologize to everyone. It's, it's sitting at overwhelmingly negative on Steam right now. What was what what's the issue that people have? Um, with there's it? a lot of graphical hiccups with the game. The game doesn't run really smooth on really any system. They took out a lot of the comic book aesthetic stuff, so like the cutscenes were told in like a comic book style. They took that out, and now it's just straight, just in-engine cutscenes that look like dog shit. Um, also, the game's buggy as fuck. Apparently, like, there's constant issues with the animation, with the hit scanning. The game was just completely broken at launch. People have said that the uh, the original game runs better than the remake did. And yeah. so they took that to heart and completely redid it. Um, I can't find the trailer, but they they released the trailer a little while back, where they're basically like, "Hey, this is like the thirteen remake remake." <laughs> <laughs> We're re remaking the game. 
Uh, it's six dollars right now on GOG. So maybe uh, the original it. or the remake. No, the remake. So you can grab. That might be it. worth grabbing then. Um, I found this. Uh, hold on. It's on. It's on Steam. They have it on Steam. Well, an announcement so, of the. So here is a trailer, on PS Five of like. The game, the new version of the game. Apparently, the original remake. It's so annoying to have to say that, but when the remake first came out, it didn't even run at like sixty FPS. Like that's like how bad it was. Yeah, they're announcing sixty FPS <laughs> as one of the bullet points. Thirty FPS on Switch though, so not not entirely. Yeah, so here's like kind of something to look at. Which people have said this is gonna be like the game you remember, but with better graphics, more uh modernized gameplay. So it might be worth checking out here. But yeah, so that's why they're they're it's not they're not porting that remake over to the Switch. They're like, this is a new version of the remake. It's dropping on every console as a free update on the thirteenth, and it's also releasing on the Switch with that update installed. So, you know, go check cool. it out. It might be worth picking up. I mean, you said six dollars on GOG, so fuck it, just try it. I guess. Yeah. Uh, September fifteenth, we got Bear and Breakfast. Uh, the laid-back management adventure game where you run a bed and breakfast and you're a bear. That's cool. And I, like, I like beds. You know, I like sleeping. I'm a lazy fuck. I like breakfast. I think bears are cool. Yeah. So this game sounds like right up my alley. Um, now jokes aside, like this is a cute little management game. So if that's your cup of tea, go check it out. This looks like fun. We also got Blind Fate. What is this? Ido no Yami. Yeah. I don't know I, what this uh, is. I played this game uh, in one of the demo derbies. You are a blind samurai who also has a gun, I think. And um, you're blind, so one of the mechanics is you have, like, echolocation or something. So you can you can temporarily see the enemies, but you're basically working off of, like, sound. They don't really get... They don't really show that in these, like, trailers, but... You're, you're, uh, it goes dark, and then so you like, you have to like use the sound that the enemies make, and then, and then it'll kind of show them temporarily in the, in the screen. And so you use that to kind of just, yeah, dodge. I'm not seeing that at all from these trailers. I'm they watching the second that. gameplay trailer, yeah, and it's just like, it looks like a 2D side scrolling beat em up. Yeah, it's a little weird that they don't show that because it's one of the, Am I, or is that just something they changed? This game hadn't came come out. It was a while ago when I played this. Now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe they just completely changed that whole thing. That's why they call it Blind Fate. It's because you were fucking blind. So when I played it, like, most of the game was, like, dark. And you couldn't see anything. Um, and then you had to, like, b use the sound of the enemies to kind of dodge around and... And I think there was a way you could see temporarily, but I don't know. Maybe they, into it then. Maybe September fifteenth. This looks cool. I might like this. It was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Oh, we also got Despot's game coming out. It's a roguelike tactic battler. Looks cool. You know, not my cup of tea, but it looks cool. Oh, uh, that's dropping on everything you can play it on. So check it out. PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. 
Oh, we also got John Dungeons 3 releasing September 15th. Never played Dungeons before. Dungeons 3. It's gonna. It's hard to follow up Dungeons 2, so uh, I'm excited to see what they they're do with like, Dungeons 3. They're like... Uh, what kind of word? It? They're, they're like uh, tower defense games, right? Oh, that's a bummer, because when you say Dungeons, I'm thinking... I'm thinking Dungeon Diablo. Crawler, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. So I'm out. It's like like Dungeon Master. RTS. Yeah. Or Dungeon Keeper. Well, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. We also got, uh, I'm going to fuck this name up. Fault-STP-Lightcraft. Lightcraft. Okay. It's, uh, it's What do you think this novel. game is? Okay, yeah. I mean, it's a visual novel. <laughs> Weird ass name like that, anime aesthetics, visual novel. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean I'm not a visual novel fan, so I'm not gonna pick it up, but if you are, go ahead, check it out. Say, um uh, yeah. So fifteenth, we have Metal Health Slinger coming out. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the show. That is gonna be releasing day one on Game Pass, so check that out. Day one game pass. Yep. Um but this looks me, cool. I'm gonna definitely check see, it out. See some of the names they have on this. Uh yeah, Surge, uh, Trivium, Matt Hafey, Dark Tranquility, Lamb of God, Arch Enemy, Ginger. So, you know. There's some names on here, dude. Like, yeah. they're bringing some pretty big name artists onto this. I mean, if you're, I've only heard of a couple of these bands, but I have yeah. friends who are like huge metal fans that are that probably know everyone here. I'm hoping it's all um it would be dope if they like collaborated on some tracks too like if you had like surge with like the like the trivium guys are they just so i guess the the tracks are according to the description here every track is created specifically for the game with vocals by metal icons so i guess they're not writing the music they're just doing the vocals that would be a bummer if they're just like that's a bummer I'm the. I don't listen to these bands for the vocals for the most part. But there's a disclaimer like right underneath here: DMC and copyright information. We fully own the songs as they are specifically written, produced, and performed for the game. For con- for content creators, you've done everything from our side to make sure strikes won't happen. <laughs> okay, that's so that's good, probably dude. why they did it because like, well, they could have made original music like they could have well, had the, the artists were the ones writing it the yeah. artists were the ones writing it there's like a whole other like level of negotiation to like maintain the rights for it if the other artists wrote it versus like you writing it and having them like do the vocal work mm-hmm. so I, I could see why that's probably a thing but it looks cool like if you're a metal fan i'm sure like a lot of these search tank is a fucking amazing vocalist so yeah, i kind of yeah, want to yeah. hear what like what tracks he's done yeah. um he's the only name here that I, i'll actually recognize like i know the rest of these bands i know who arch enemy is i know who name of god is i know who trivium is but i could tell you anything about their vocal work but search tanking though like fuck let me yeah. let me hear that i i was just hoping that they um i don't know they like I want some like collaborate. I want to hear them together in a way because I, I know like um like was it Lamb of God? They like did a collaboration with like Feist or something. I was like, this is insane getting these people together. 
and hearing what that would sound like. Uh, so I don't know. I, I like I like a good crossover, but yeah, same. Let's hear a little bit of this. Okay, okay. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm into it. Dude. I'm into it. Yeah, maybe a couple seconds of that. Yeah, I'm in. Like that little bit of it was like search tanking as fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a demo on Steam right now, so you can you can check it out. I'm like listening to the whole song now, and I'm into it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a trailer that shows the song off. Yeah, I'm into this. I mean, you can play the demo if you want, but the game's dropping on like the 15th. It's gonna be on Game Pass, so I'll just play it when it comes out. Yeah. Um, Wasabi's favorite game, Outer Wilds, is dropping on next gen, on current gen systems, PS5 not, and Xbox Series X. Not just my favorite game; it's the greatest game ever made. So, I still have to go and beat it. I gotta get it back into it. I will find the time to like dedicate to it and play it. I promise. And last, but probably least, um, SBK twenty two. <laughs> um, I I've I, there's a soft spot in my heart for these games because this was the yeah. first. This is my introduction. Not this game specifically, but it was like one of these games, which it was like my introduction to Xbox Live. There was like a demo of it on uh xbox live and i was like yeah this is like fun but i've no i yeah there's no is this gameplay or is this like video it's hard to tell this is video uh sbk the kids call it sbk but uh we know it as uh world sbk <laughs> so one word on there <laughs> <laughs> super bike it's a bike uh motorcycle racing game so uh, they call them super bikes i guess is what sbk people are into this i guess i mean this, this if this is your cup of tea man like a, a more good on you i'm not gonna like shit on your taste get your lean on that's, that's not my it's not for me yeah <laughs> get your lean on is that what you said <laughs> That's all. That's all I know about bike racing is you lean a lot. You get your knee on the as close to the ground as possible. Oh my god, that reminds me of a funny story, dude. So like, <laughs> so um, I had I had driven like motorcycles before, like like dirt, like um, just not like professionally or anything or like on a track. Just my my cousin had a motorcycle, and we would just take it to like this. Uh, we just take it out and just drive it around the the uh, the neighborhood and stuff. And I knew, like, you kind of have to lean into the turn a little bit when you go to turn on a two-wheel bike. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I, I've driven on. Uh, and I get nothing serious, just fucking around around the around town and stuff. Um, but I went camping with some cousins, and they had a quad. And Ooh. I had never driven a quad before, so I asked them, do you just drive it like a normal bike? And it's like, yeah. Like, I lean into the turn with it, and he's like, yeah, you still lean into the turn. And I was doing it, and I, I felt myself about to flip over, and I'm like, I don't know if that's right, dude. He's like, no, you just lean into it like you do with a bike. And I fucking flipped the bike over on top of myself. And you're not, when you're on a quad, let's say you turn left, you got to lean your body right away from the turn, or else yeah. you'll flip the fucking thing over. And I didn't know that. And so I flipped it over on top of myself and fucked myself up, like, doing it. Well, that's what nobody you do with could, the like, bike, too, though. Well, because that's, the physics are, you lean the bike over one way but your body has to like counter 
the other way. So like the bike goes one way, you go the other way with your body, and that's what keeps the physics in balance. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's it depends on how fast you're going. Yeah, with with a quad when you're four wheeling, you know, speed is there's not not hitting the same speeds you are on like a two wheeled bike. So that's that's what happened to me. I fucking fucked myself up on this. Yeah, <laughs> and it rolled on top of me, and everyone Ooh. else was like, "Why would you listen to him? You have to lean away from it." That's that's how you do it. Like, well, he fucking said that they're just like, well, he's rock. Like, you shouldn't listen to him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is a memory unlocked right there. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for coming here, saying hi to us. This one ran a bit longer than normal shows, even though we had like nothing to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it was out, so cool. The, if, okay, so check out the live stream. Check out the raw live stream if you're listening to this, uh, the edited version because. Yeah, we talked. We did like forty-five minutes before the show. Oh, yeah, I don't remember I, what we were talking about, but it was a good. It was a good chat. Games in general, uh, yeah, it was yeah. a good chat. Yeah, Clay said that Bayonetta was wrong, so I had oh, to yeah, like. Yeah. Bayonetta was bad, so I had to like understand like what his brain damage was and make him say that. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, but yeah, everybody, thank you so much. Uh. Wasabi, Clay, tell me where they can find us, man. Go to uh, nerdjunkies.com to see to get more Clay, which you know you want more Clay. Let's be honest, that's why you're here. But uh, you can also go to gameoverse.com and get more of this. You can go to gameoverse.com/slash/twitch and/slash/youtube and/slash/discord slash whatever. We probably got a link for it. Uh, slash video games because that's what we do here we love them and you do too and that's why you listen so we appreciate you you would I mean I don't I don't play games I'm just here for Rick oh yeah yeah, yeah we're all here for <laughs> Rick so it's <laughs> I got good ass opinions man what can I say yeah um, anything else you want to plug Clay uh no just want to thank you guys for having me again you know, it's always a, always a fun time appreciate you yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when do you? When does uh, Nerd Junkies go live? I'll check you guys out. We are on a break right now. Joel's doing some upgrades to videos and intros and outros and all that stuff. So he's just focusing on that right now. Well, man, when you guys get back up, like, drop it. Uh, drop us a link in the Discord. We'll. we'll I'll, I'll come listen. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, everybody. Be safe. Be cool. Get vaccinated if you can, and uh, stay safe and be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other.